weekend. We are here for season oh, two, episode eighteen. The Jump of the Rail Podcast. This is Mark Revin coming to you from Champaign, Illinois, along with my buddy Menders. Uh we usually call you Menders. I think it's just Hop Along Eland today. Yeah, it's Hop Along Eland. <laughs> we we, we I joke, broke but my yeah. foot over the weekend. <laughs> uh, dead gummit. Never now, broken a yeah, bone I mean, in my like life. A, well, welcome to the club. I know you'd love to have a cool story about how you did it, but it's, I know it's kind of underwhelming, but you know, well, it is what it is. Well, the floor needed a hug. That's all I can say. The floor needed a hug. Okay. Well, as you can <laughs> see, the bearded dragon, Gary Vassellio, is not with us today, so we have uh, substituted. We've got our buddy, uh, Jabari Sinclair, uh, helped us out with our JTR Mania show a couple weeks ago. So, Bari, welcome to, uh, officially welcome to the show here. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, heck yeah. It seems like we usually jive pretty well on uh, opinions, so that maybe we can gang up on Menders a little bit. Uh, oh, if, yeah, if or as or as Menders says, uh, you and I share the same brain, so... Yeah, she, she has said that. Sure so, have. <laughs> so I guess the first thing we got to talk about is the three of us, along with, with the wife, we went to Indianapolis last weekend... And we had a uh, a big old time there at the Square Circle Expo. Definitely uh, did, definitely did. It was a hell of an experience, and I can't wait to next year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're already we already got our room, and we're we're ready to go. So we'll be doing that. But uh, it was uh, right on, right on. We had some we had some interesting uh, experiences there. We got to meet some of our faves. We got some. Mender sent me some of some of the pictures here on your end. Plus, I got some of mine. So uh, let's see. There's the backdrop, as we can see. That's me and my... I'm not a Bengals fan, but it was appropriate uh, <laughs> for that uh, particular... Very appropriate. Because, yeah. Uh, and for those wondering, it's because I got to meet that guy, uh, Ryan <laughs> Jr. So, of course, I had to I had to wear my Pillman jersey to, to the night one when I found out he was going to be there. So, And that's... That's not going to be the only wrestling football jersey again. I'm working on getting a Wahoo Dolphins jersey at some point for uh, there you go. the big chief, you know, Wahoo McDaniel. Yep. So where's some more of our pictures, Mark? Well, let's see here. Well, I dropped the cap to my bottle, but I don't need it. We uh, don't need it. Let's see. So, so Barry, I have to we have to play a little game of one-upsmanship here because here's a picture of you with uh, Uncle Fred. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Uncle Fred. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, uh, TV did not do him justice. He is a large man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All right, all right. I'm not a small man myself, but I stood beside him and I said, wow. <laughs> just, How's the weather? Dude, just, when, <laughs> just, just when you shake his hand, it's like, it's like a catcher's mitt, how big his hand is. Yeah, his hand engulfs your hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's your picture with Uncle Fred. I'm going to show you mine. <laughs> For those wondering, that is the original Shockmaster helmet from 1993. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was terrified I was going to break it because I was—I don't know why I was worried my head was going to be too big. Because look at the guy who wore it back then. Wore it. But, yeah. Uh, that's but, great. Uh, that wasn't. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then there's a couple other things here. There's a picture of. Uh, all four of us at one of the panels. So 
I'm not sure. Or was that one of no, the that was shows? No, that I was forget. a show. That was Black Label. Yeah, it was okay, Black was Label. Friday. I remember those chairs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the chairs are the same in every room in the hotel, so it's, it gets a little confusing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but that was Friday because me and Minda was twins. We were twins, Friday. Right, right. <laughs> yep. Your Doug Basham fan club t-shirts. <laughs> Should we tell the story, oh. Barry, about how you get pissed off Doug Basham? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, like we said, Friday uh, evening, we were all at the uh, Square Circle Expo, and we were all off pretty much doing our own things. Um, at this particular time, I was uh, in the, uh, I, I guess we, I guess you want to call it the, uh, the superstar room where everybody had their own uh, tables and stuff. Mm. And I'm in there looking around, and I seen Carlito, and I seen Mickey James, and couple other people and I just happened to pass by Rip Rogers table and he said hey young man would you do me a favor and would you take a picture of me and a few of my fans so I obliged and I took a few pictures for him and they all turned out good shook my hand you know said thank you I said you're welcome anytime um as I was getting ready to walk away uh Doug Basham stops me <laughs> and asked me to do the same thing to take a picture of him and a few fans I agreed um and before I could take the pictures, he glanced down at my shirt and he looked me uh, square in the eye really? and said, oh. <laughs> now, for those that didn't know this, tell, tell, tell the people what your shirt said on there. My shirt said the famous Jim Cornette quote of thank you, fuck you, bye, which he dropped on John Laurinaitis when John Laurinaitis took Doug Basham, who was the damager at the time, took him up to the main, to the, to the big roster and shaved his head bald. <laughs> nice. I, I got. I have to correct you. Uh, Danny was the damage. Uh, Doug oh, was okay. Just, okay. Doug was their heavyweight champion. Had like the long hair. Right. And then, and the, as you know, as the story goes, when he went up for like a tryout or something, they said, "I wonder what he looks like bald," and shaved his head, which led to one of the more epic voicemail messages that Jim Cornette sent to uh, sent to the office when he came <laughs> back for television. But. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure Doug has heard that story ad nauseum. So if he never sees that phrase again, it's probably too soon. <laughs> probably too soon, exactly. So yeah, I take his picture. I, I I go to shake his hand, and he just walks away. And oh, I'm thinking, dude, if, I'm I'm thinking like, dude, if you got heat over a freaking thirty dollar t shirt, you there's something seriously wrong with you. What you should have heat with, and who you should have heat with is Linda Miles for whooping your ass on TV when you had a get mask on. But we won't go there. Uh, 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 I, I think you need to send that tale to Brian Last and Jim Cornette because that might make it yes, on the yes. experience. Yes, yes. I'm I'm trying to figure out uh, the best way to word the email so it gets in. So, yes, I'm definitely working on that. <laughs> but, yeah, you see my shirt and he got butt hurt. Uh-huh. You got something playing in the background in your car there, Barry? Uh, no, I actually have you all. I, I have my Bluetooth on and I have you over the uh, – Stereo is it causing a disturbance? Yeah. It's it's kind of it's bouncing back into the into the feed. So okay, um, I can cut it off. No problem. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Just uh, just as long as you can still hear us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, moving on, I got a couple other pictures. Uh, I think that's all the ones you. Oh, we got you guys with the backdrop. Yeah. You see, with with the matching "Thank You, Fuck You, Bye" T-shirts, which yeah. MJF is bringing back. Apparently, he's uh, he sure made that is. one of his catchphrases. Uh, your buddy from that weekend, Menders, MJF. Uh, Do you have that picture? I don't have that picture. Oh, you didn't send me that okay. one. <laughs> there it is. 
looks like an art piece kind of the way he's sitting yeah he he was he was actually very nice to me okay so the uh video that went viral that weekend of him yelling at a baby <laughs> i was in the room when that happened it was <laughs> i have video of that <laughs> uh -huh. so uh yeah out of all the people that were in the room at the time i was the one he was nicest to and he told me to go away so nice. i i was thrilled with it yes. he signed my t-shirt he actually handed it back to me he didn't throw it at me like he had done to previous nice. people and yeah and not, not just and not just any t-shirt either menders it's right there that's that's the official jumping the rail i heart heels t-shirt Official, available official. Available at yeah. So if you get one of those and you see MJF at, a, at an outing, he might notice it. And like, he Wait. might. Because, well, when I walked up to him, I said, good evening. Would you would you please sign my I Love Heel shirt? He looked at me. He's like, okay, whatever. I don't get it. <laughs> Signed it, handed, handed it back to me, and he was like, go away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> The, it wasn't best, as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. The the best picture I think I saw was it was a tweet that he put out of one of the photo ops where he apparently bag tagged a kid in the in the picture and he was doubled over and his dad was just beaming on the other side of him. <laughs> that's probably that's think, probably that probably was the best picture taken all weekend right there. That I I, I think you might be right, but I, I think he captioned it like the only time I smiled the whole weekend. The other because he had like was, this, he had that smirk on his face, you know. The other one we saw that was really good. Well, that Jamie that I met at a they're at the X. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. MJF actually picked them up and went to go throw them. Oh. And in the picture, you can see him throwing him. It's oh wow. It's quite interesting. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Yeah, I didn't spring for any of the professional photo ops. I was a little little cash poor that weekend, but hopefully next year I can save up a little bit more. When you have two car accidents in six days, that kind of affects your finances before you take a road trip. So, yeah, uh, you can't tell, but the cat is right here. Hello, going noodles. Going after that bottle cap that you were looking for. No, she's she's going after after this. I've got my uh, Ring of Honor tag time. Tag team title belt on the table next to me. Ah, I'm working a little more on my set decorations here, so <laughs> I'm not allowed to have the the wall hanger here. So the compromise is put it on a table, but that you only see part of it. But you know, not too bad. Then maybe I'll get the zero one belt for the shootout. You know, you never know. There you go. Uh, I think the highlight for me out of all the people that we met, and we met a lot of legends and. You know, even some of the, the current guys. But my first ever favorite wrestler was there. And there he is, yep. Tito Santana. I know I sing the praises of Arn Anderson. He's my all-time favorite. But when I was six years old, Tito was the man for me. He was he was awesome. I'm going to ask you to pull out another picture. Uh, of Mr. Rikishi. Oh, oh I got to... Okay. <laughs> oh, that... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was gonna mention this tomorrow also because it'll, well, it we might be understood. Too, All right, so hang on, let me find it. We'll do the one. Do your number one of "We Are the Ones" on for here. We'll talk about yeah. the other one tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> it it made me think of it when I saw the hat you were wearing in the Tito picture. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. 
Although Victoria did try to choke me to death, so... I saw that. I'll tell you, she was having a fun time at the after party. She yeah, was she a blast. <laughs> Doing the worm and break dancing and all types of stuff. <laughs> she was so fun. Between okay. her and Brian Pillman and, yeah, who else was in there? Lord Crew. I think James or, uh, Omen was in, Jake Omen was in there at one point. Yeah, that's a guy I want to get on here sometime to chat with. He was, he's awesome. I've, seen, I've only seen him at the Expos, but every time I see him, he's damn impressive. Yeah. All right, so let me make sure I've got the right. Okay, so for those of you that listen to the shootout and know who the low lives are, you know their hand signal is this, right? It's mm-hmm. making the L. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet Rikishi. And all the pictures he was taking, they was having everybody put put the ones up, you know, like for uh, Bloodline. It's like, oh, that's fine. I don't mind doing that. But out of reflex, <laughs> I put up the L. So just it's just my the thumb out of reflex does that. The lady taking the picture did not like that. <laughs> no. She was like, like, how about we take one where you're not cone, Rikishi, a loser? It's like, oh, no, that's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I so I had to reposition and I don't know, that's the same one. That's the same picture. I don't know. I thought I get ah uh, that's the problem when they take like eighty pictures of the same at the same time. But I got one where I actually was doing that. Oh Yeah. Uh, well, I gotta meet I got a wrestling buddy. Uh who is that Menders? Indy God himself. Yep, Matt yes. Cardona. If a, if the hats hey, AJ, weren't of questionable material, <laughs> if the hats weren't made of questionable material, I would have gotten one of those fedoras he had. I yeah, think no, they look pretty like sweet. Hats. Yeah. yeah, I do like me a good fedora. Okay, here's the actual picture. There we time. go. There's the properly done we the ones hand motion. So if I know he listens, but uh, apologies to the great Rikishi for. You know, offending him if I did. I don't think I think he was pretty chill about it. But the... I think one of my highlights of the weekend too was um, I got to meet. I finally got to meet Mick Foley, so I was excited <laughs> about that. Finally met Mick yes. Foley. Yes, yes. Uh, the wife is telling me to po- to show the picture of Danhausen. Those pictures are on your phone, my dear. I don't have those ones here. So <laughs> if you want me to show it, you got to send it to me. Yeah, the Danhausen uh, pick was fun. Yes, yes. Then a couple other people that I got to meet when you guys weren't around. I know, or you had to go take your nap at one point. You know, no, no fault in that. It was uh, needed. And I yeah. overslept at another point. <laughs> yes. So there's the national treasure, Nick Aldis, who we're going to talk about a little bit here before too long because uh, he made a little bit of news this weekend. But very cool guy. Uh, last year he was kind of he was a little grumpy last year. So and I didn't get a picture with him because I didn't have money, but. That might be why he was grumpy. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, I say <laughs> pound for pound, the best singles wrestler in the world right now. Right there, yeah. Jay Lethal. Definitely, without a doubt. The guy who should have beaten Orange Cassidy at least three times by now for that at least. international championship. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on pockets, okay? Don't get me started on pockets. My little dog oh. pockets. <laughs> oh, we got AJ started on Cardona. Oh, He's yeah. Joey Andre. <laughs> That is a catchy yeah. tune, by the way, that uh, Joe Hendry made up about Cardona. Yeah. Oh, she just sent it. Let's see if I can find it. There we go. I don't know why I... No, I don't want to do navigation. 
well, and then let's see. Then we had Black Label Pro that night. We got to see the Bang Bros again. Yeah, the team you don't want to Google. Do not. Yeah, Google you don't want to Google them. <clears throat> they were even announced like that. Uh huh. <laughs> also, they get announced that way at GCW because they were on GCW wrestling Jake Lander, by the way, on the show this past weekend. Okay. <laughs> it was actually a really. It was actually a fun match. Lander did oh, a hell sure of a job. It was. I'm sure it was. Excuse Between, me. All right. Yeah. So, by request from my spouse, who I tried to keep happy, there's there's the man Dan Housen still got the wing in the sling. But, oh uh, man! Convention Housen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But as you can see, the wife had the idea that we bring our Dan Housen spicy water coffee mugs with us for the picture, and he got a kick out of that. So. Good. He almost got my wife's wallet out of the deal because she forgot it on his table. But... Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, but a, a good Samaritan found it and put it up at the front desk and everything was in it. So thanks to whoever that was for because she was about to have a heart attack. So I, I really wish we could show that video that we took of you during the expo there, uh, Mark. So. This little exposition because I do have I do have it on here. Oh, is uh, it okay? I, oh yeah, I got it. It's uh, on the second day they have a costume contest there where you cosplay as your favorite wrestlers. There were some there were some pretty good costumes from what I heard. I didn't I couldn't see shit. Uh, Road Warriors, Bian Bianca. Uh, I think Bianca won. Bianca was really good. Yeah, Bianca won. Yeah. She was really good. She was good. Yeah, but I. But I decided to dust off an old favorite because the winner gets VIP passes. So I'll take a shot at it. What the hell? So the <laughs> video, if you can make it out, this is Menders took this video from the from the seats. So it's not yeah, the sorry. best angle, but I think, but I think you get the idea. So so here we go. So you can't really understand I, what was being played on the phone, but no, it was basically a recording of the original Shockmaster promo from '93. But uh, <laughs> I had to, I had to have the wife help me because I couldn't see a damn thing in that helmet, so I had to make. <laughs> so the I, fall was I legit, the people. On, <laughs> but, no, no, I, I I worked the fall. That was a work, but I didn't plan for the glitter to go in my eyes when I when I took the tumble because there's glitter in that helmet. And it was loose because it was just falling apart. Yeah, got I, in my sat eyes. It. <laughs> I sat that in it once you put your helmet down. I'm st I'm still finding the uh, I'm finding glitter on me, and it's been almost two weeks. <laughs> I never felt like a stripper. I never felt more like a stripper pole in my life after that uh, that weekend. Oh, but I digress. But uh, yeah, yeah we, Stacey didn't know you were going to do the fall because she... yes, yes, Stacy didn't know I was. Gonna, she she worried, but uh, I don't think she's seen the original Shockmaster though. Ah, oh yeah, well, that she, makes sense. She thought she made me trip. If she knew the story, she would have tripped me. Exactly, I should have been there to yell. He fell flat in his ass. He fell flat in his ass. <laughs> they get you with a powder, a, a blonde wig. You, you, you swear, or, 
If we had a full crew to do to be everybody, that would have been perfect. If we had a sting and a bulldog and a Sid and a flare. But the <laughs> Oh, oh man, okay. the Stacey says she has seen it, but she forgot. Ah. So. I would say the the two that the under fourteen group. There I know there was only two kids in it, but man, yeah. those well, two kids could cut a serious promo. They could cut a serious uh-huh. promo, exactly right. Uh that little fella better watch out because he's too smart to have a mouth like that. <laughs> uh-huh. He needs a he's heater. He's too small to have a mouth like that. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was a lot yes. of fun. Yeah. Definitely, guys. Yeah, Bianca, you guys can get out and, 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 really and save up the money for Square Circle Expo next year. I would suggest going because it is a once in a lifetime experience. And well, yes, we'll be doing uh, it again next year, but you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We had Heather Owens on. She's one of the organizers. The last episode and it was awesome, and she really puts on a hell of a show. Her and her husband Ed uh, Gonzalez, I think, are the two main people that run it. And uh, when it gets closer to ticket time, if, I'll try to remember to put that link up on our uh, Jumping the Rail Facebook page so anybody that's interested can uh, can hop on there and do that. So it's definitely – it's like I say, you know, if you go to the big wrestling shows, it's not as fun as as an indie show or a convention just because there's not the camaraderie. You know, you don't get the – it's like a big hang at these conventions, not just with the wrestlers but with the fans too, which is awesome. Exactly. So yeah, I, it's a it's common camaraderie, if you will. Yes. You get to buy fun stuff. Oh yeah, show us what you got, Menders. I got my Rhea Ripley Funko Pop. I, for a second, I thought that said Alex Riley. No, why the hell? Well, that's my issue. Like, why would you buy an Alex Riley <laughs> Funko no. Pop? And then I got this one. Edge. I'm I think I know Edge. him. You think you know him. And then, okay, so there's a story behind this one. Ari and I were on our way over to Indianapolis, and I made the comment. I said, you know, I'm really not in. I I really don't collect Funko Pops. I don't have a whole lot of them. I have one other wrestling one, which is a Shawn Michaels one that actually I got for Christmas from Bari or AJ. I'm not sure. It was one of them. I think it was me. I think it was you, too. But, uh. That and I have a Deadpool one, and that's it. And I said, you know, if I was ever going to get a Funko Pop, I think, and they've been advertising it on Facebook, I'd seen it, was the Paul Bear and the Undertaker Funko set. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, cool. Well, we walked into where they had, like, all the vendors and stuff set up. First one I saw. Very nice. So Gomez go Adams no. and Uncle Fester. <laughs> I think that's what Bobby Heaton called him. But yeah, I couldn't. I I couldn't not. I couldn't not. No. So no. now, Barry, I know a little WrestleMania. I didn't see the little sign in there. No. Just now. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Which which one is that? Not. Oh, that's WrestleMania. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But I won't ever take it out. So. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! We don't take yeah. it out the box. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> You will be punished on this show if you find out you took that out of the box. Severely uh, punished at that. So, so Barry, I know we got you in the car right now, so you can't show us uh, your big prize, but why don't you tell us what you got on the first day? Oh, I was able to acquire uh, the WWF uh, Winged Eagle Championship belt that was held by Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, Ultimate Warrior, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, 
those fellas from that era. Um, I don't have it with me now because I'm at work. Um, right. And I was able to get it for a hell of a price, too. <laughs> Very nice. You can call me the great haggler. No yes. So, like Marvelous Barry Hagler, to paraphrase from Marvelous Marvin. Uh, how's the leather on that belt? Um, it's actually um really it's 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 a very sturdy belt. Yes, it's floppy and it's almost like it's a ring worn belt because it's old, but it's very sturdy and I, and I I'm very happy that I bought it. Nice. That's what I was wondering. And it weighs like about fifteen pounds too. <laughs> I believe it. I was wondering because the belt that I got here, the leather is very stiff on it. There's not a lot of play to it. But I have a Fandu Big Gold that I got last year that I took to the expo. I had Steamboat and Scott Steiner sign it. And that feels like a ring-worn belt. The leather is very supple on it. So yeah. I was curious how and that see, I like, I and see, I like those kind of belts um, that are actually floppy. Um, the Shop Zone titles are so stiff. And I've, and I've had a Shop yeah. Zone uh, U.S. title for three years, and it's just as stiff as it was when I bought it the first day. Yeah. Hey, Mark, check your, think, check your messages real quick, because I sent you a picture of that belt that Bari put up on his oh. Facebook. Oh, stand by. But uh, yeah, I think next year I'm gonna have to try and get me a belt or two because I I do I do like the uh, I'm a belt collector like like Barry is so. <laughs> Stacy, I love you. Oh. <laughs> All right, I gotta see what she said now. <laughs> oh my! She has jokes. She has. Jokes. Oh God, Stacy. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> hey, she she deals with me, so it's it's it, it's normal. It's all good. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So I have a picture here. Rimbari, is this two of your belts, or is this just uh... that's his, that's his, yeah. That's my yeah. Uh, that's my uh. That, that's the modern WWE, and that's the Wing Eagle. Yeah, that's sitting on my shelf in my house right, right now. Very nice. Very nice. Not a very good picture, you know, but you know, a, we'll send a better one tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a uh, a set of those, you know, those belt stands that you see like a New Japan in the press conferences, like it's like the acrylic thing. I got a four pack of those now, so that's what this one's sitting on. And then I got like three more oh, of nice, them. So nice, yeah. You can get it for on Amazon for very affordable, so you might want to look into that to. Yeah, um, I actually have a uh, a different um, cabinet display. I'm gonna uh, put those in that has a light on the inside of it. So yeah, when I nice. once I move everything I over, I'm gonna definitely look into that. I want to get one of those display cases, like it's like cubes stacked up on each other that you put the belts in each one, and then it's like yeah. all see, it's like glass all the way around. But I think I might get some pushback for that from. Uh, from <laughs> I have a few. Right, you gotta make sure it's okay with wifey first. So that's, yeah, that's the thing. Right. You guys happy are. Wife, happy you life, guys, right? you like your belts, and I am somebody. I will say I've never been really into the belts, but there was one that was there at at the show that I thought really long and hard about getting, and then when I went back, it was gone. It was gone. Yeah, oh. the, yeah. That one guy. Yeah, he his belts went fast. Yeah, I wanted. They had the NXT title, and it was signed by Sammy. Yeah, Sam by Sammy. Yeah, Ooh. and it, right, he didn't want to. He, it wasn't very uh, expensive either. It was six hundred. Are we talking the original? Was it six hundred? It was six hundred dollars. Are we talking the original so NXT the, title with the big X? Yeah, the big X. Yeah, like the big white yeah. strap on it and everything. Yeah, I like the that belt better one? than the current one. Me, Me too. too. Yeah, the wife just wants the table selfies, but 
yeah, she was all about getting pictures with her girls. She got Renee Paquette and Tony Storm and Athena and uh, Moxley. Ruby. I didn't get Moxley because we were at, we were at a panel, so. Ruby. Oh, Ruby, yeah. Oh, let's talk about Ruby and the chop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bury your so, face. <laughs> I just remembered it, that's why. <laughs> so, on day two, she was her both days, and this poor sap went up to her table and paid for a, a selfie. But apparently, I didn't hear the exchange, so I, I just saw this, like, right before it happened. Apparently, he asked her to give him a chop to his bare chest before the picture. So, I turn around, and we're all kind of huddled together. I think we're trying to figure out who we we're going to go talk to. And all of a sudden, to see this guy take his shirt off, and Ruby backed him up against the, the wall like with her hand, and then just let it go. It just gave him a damn knife-edge chop, and it echoed through that entire room. Yes, the echo. I can still hear the echo yeah. right now. <laughs> and then, uh, then when they took the picture, she uh, she had left a giant handprint on his chest for the picture. So it was so big. It was oh, so red. Oh Jerry, my goodness! Because he was a pasty fella. He was. It's like he was. He, he might have been afraid of the sun. I don't know. <laughs> he might have been. But but he's got a memory for life now. So that's awesome. He does but, uh, exactly. Good. And see, that's the kind of stuff you can do with the conventions. You can be a little weird, and it's it's all in good fun, you know. It's where's your Jimmy Hart record? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you gotta have I it just close got it, to there. I just got yeah. it framed this week. Oh, nice! You got yeah, so yeah. So for those that don't know, the Gentries was Jimmy Hart's singing group back in the '60s before he got into wrestling. So he was there, and when we went, uh, I brought this with me. I found this on eBay like a month ago because I wanted to get him to sign it. And he did. You can see it right there in the – about there. It was, made it out to me and the wife and signed it. It was really cool. He said he had about four or five of those over the course of the first day. I don't know how many he had the second day. But that's going to go up on the wall above my record player. Because it's a – you can't find those records new. They didn't really – release a lot of those because you know it wasn't a big hit after 1964 or five or whatever <coughs> so i had to find a used one that was a little beat up so that's why i put it in the frame so it's got a little protection to it exactly <clears throat> oh Stacey, that was fun uh, too. said no one could pay her enough money to do that to them oh christian yeah you met uh christian and gangrel if i'm not mistaken. i did hold Anders. on give me a second i'll get to gangrel yeah yeah, you didn't send me all the good pictures, so I can put them up on the uh, on the screen. So you got to hold them up. I did earlier. You sent me I a bunch of them, right but you after. didn't send me that one. Yes, I did. Oh, really? Yep. Because there's me and Matt Cardona. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who also said he cannot do our podcast? I asked if he would come on. He said he's never. He doesn't have time for. He barely has time to do his own. He said so. That one's fun. There's me and Mick. Yeah, yeah, make his mankind. Uh huh. He did two pictures, so he was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy. Did he shake your hand? No, but he gave me a hug. Okay, because both times I've met him, he was not doing handshakes. He didn't shake. Was, he did. When I sat down next to him, was he like put his arm around. Fifteen years me. ago. Yeah. Okay. 
Maybe oh, he wow. had a cold or something that day. Uh, there's Gangrel. Oh, wait, he also wait, reinvented the Black one. Label Pro Show. I got to fix that one. There we go. It's all of us. Oh, look, there I had you stuff go. in my hand, so I couldn't put my arm around him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys did. Okay, wait. There's there was... my Victoria picture. Okay. And there's my <laughs> Uncle Fred picture. Nice. Look and he looks like he could be your legit uncle. <laughs> I look so tiny. <laughs> I, I know, so right? Short. He is a <laughs> huge <laughs> man. It's uh speaking of the gang grill, we went to the uh there's, oh, there's a picture part. of you with the with the belt. That's a better picture of the belt there. Yes, it is. Uh, very nice. The craftsmanship is superb on that belt. Yeah. Yes, it is. But speaking of the gang grill, he was a part of the uh he was part of the Attitude Era panel on Sunday or Saturday. It was him and Foley and Devon, which was awesome. I loved the panels at the expo. Oh, but yeah, they were great. Point, yeah, but there was a point where he took his teeth out for talking. And there was a guy sitting toward the front that you would have thought he was told there was no Santa Claus. He, like, like <laughs> he lost <laughs> everything. He just went, huh? Hey, was, right. K-Fabe was killed for him right there. Oh. K-Fabe was gone. <laughs> I was saying because yeah, we saw I, uh, what two pan- we saw we saw two panels because we saw the Attitude Era, which man that that ballroom filled up quick. Yes, it did. Yeah. I'm so glad we didn't leave. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, because then we've been to the yeah. ECW one right before, which yeah, that was my favorite. I love these Francine yeah. and Sandman and Shane Douglas and the Blue Meanie Me and, and Nova. Nova. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, did you end up uh, getting your? Uh, did you get your flag, flag signed? Did you end up getting your flag uh, no, signed? I, I've got to wait until next year when I got more money. Ah, to gotcha. Be able to make the rounds, so that will happen. But it'll happen next year. Uh, also, shout out to Sabu. Uh, had to go to the hospital on day two. Uh, yeah. I'm not. St- I'm still not sure what happened, but he put out a tweet later in the day and said he was all right. So, you know, basis. The kind of kind of chaotic because when I was walking. From my room to where the expo was, I saw Van Dam getting hustled to the lobby because that's where Sabu was, and they're putting him on the on the gurney and running him out. So Ooh. it was a little little hectic. Yeah, no so, doubt. It's a, yeah. Mark, you might need to restart your mic. You're cutting in and out pretty bad. Oh, okay. Uh, kill time. <laughs> we'll kill time. Barry, what was your favorite part? Um, my favorite part was I. You know what? Really, just being there and seeing how freely like the right the superstars and legends moved around and stuff like that like you know you you could be in one area and run into uh like we were eating and uh, you know he slater was there at the bar eating uh, right along with us you know so it was just that experience of seeing um all the superstars and seeing so many different types of fans you know that was yeah. that was cool i love the diversity with the karaoke i know you didn't stay for too much of the karaoke but we got to sit there and have a drink with the bushwhacker. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see he uh, he and Mark were sitting there uh, exchanging words there for a second. Wise words, I hope. <laughs> Let's hope they're wise words. We'll see when he comes back. Maybe we'll be able to. Nope, he's not here yet. He's really trying. All right. All right. We good? You're really quiet. Let me see. Oh, wait. Maybe not. Better? Better. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about you and having conversation with the Bushwhacker the night of karaoke. Yeah. 
I had missed out on, on Bushwhacker Luke through the whole expo. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm almost over this cold. But uh, when we got to the after party, after everything was over with, he was kind of holding court in one of the tables there. So I took it upon myself. I didn't ask him for a picture or anything like that because, you know, it wasn't, he was off the clock. But I wanted to talk to him a little bit because, and I told him he was my first wrestling autograph back when I was about nine years old. So just kind of shot the shit with him a little bit about the sheep herders. And he told me how he, when he went to be the, he wanted to be the bushwhackers because they paid better in the WWF to be the goofy guys instead of being the sheep herders, which I. Exactly. Right. They got paid better and less injuries. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, really nice guy. I was a little surprised that he was, that he was there after, you know, after Bush passed, like I think that week. Yeah. But I think all of the money he made off his like pictures and autographs and everything, I think went to his family. Yeah, it was a, that was a percentage what it was supposed it. to. Yeah. Yeah, so but it was cool to see him uh really nice guy. Uh but yeah, he was in great spirits from what I could see, so I think that was good. That for depends him. on yeah. how many spirits he had in him at that point. <laughs> he was already there when true. we got there. <laughs> Did he, did he share a white claw with the Jersey Shore guy? Uh, no. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't drinking no white claws. He was drinking something a little bit more stiff, I believe. Now, funny story, I do have to add in, and I don't think I told. Well, I told. I told Mender this. Um, as I was okay. leaving out, uh, there was a huge circle of uh, fans and wrestlers all sitting in the hallway. They were all out there drinking and carrying on. One of them stopped me and gave me a gave me a little shot glass, and you know they were taking a toast for the Square Circle Expo, and the lady who was leading the toast <laughs> said her part, went to go take her shot, stopped, and said, and I quote, "Is that a fucking baby in here?" <laughs> was that the guy's baby yeah. in the leather stroller? And the yes, yes, thing? yes. Jersey Shore had brought his baby to the to the drinking circle for the toast. Uh. <laughs> Well, I guess points for being an attentive father to not let the yeah. child out of his sight, I guess. But yeah, that, that kid, that kid doesn't stand a chance, man. He, <laughs> he was in a stroller with like a leather blanket. Was it Dolce or Gucci or one of those fancy Louis Vuitton. I want to say it was Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yeah I want to say it was Louis Vuitton blanket. Right. And <sighs> yeah, they put like something was like he was wearing spikes on his shirt or something. or It was a fiasco. And these it, people it were sitting right in front of us at the. At the at, ah, sorry. You're good. They they were sitting in front of us during the Square yeah. Circle Expo wrestling match. Yeah, being very annoying. Uh, not a, a, I don't know if Lunchables Lady was just as annoying as those guys were. <laughs> Lunchables Lady was the one that gave me a dirty look because I pulled her purse back because her husband had moved up to the other seat, and I pulled her purse back because that's uh -huh. when Cardona ended up in front of us. And I was like, well, right. I don't want her purse to get knocked over. So I pulled it back, and then she's no. like, give it here. And I was like, sorry. Jeez, I was just trying to help. It's like you were going exactly. like to run off with it. Yeah. I that don't run anyway. It would be a low-speed pursuit. <laughs> it would have been a real low-speed. Yeah, especially now. <laughs> so, Bari, we got to find a way to trick out Mender's wheelchair before Saturday. Exactly. Uh, I was thinking uh, maybe we can get some uh, some streamers and maybe uh, some bottle rockets. <laughs> I I know somebody that might take to this like a fish to water. 
and she's probably listening in the comments though if she hasn't already gone to get Chinese food. And Stacy, my <laughs> my lady has a knack for decoration and being festive. She does. So. She very well does. And I've got some. I've got some. Uh, I got some of those. Oh, she's. <laughs> she already told me that she would bring me your the little footrest that she had this today on Facebook that she was sitting in. Oh yeah. I said, hey, you want to bring me that footrest? I need something to prop my ankle up on. <laughs> Do you have your get your shit and move T-shirt? Because I don't. I'm not. It would be very appropriate. We're gonna have to be on the ball if something's going on. One of us has to be in charge of getting you out of the way. So, no, out the way. Uh, could, I have. I kind of have that on lockdown already. Ah, you, have, you got your Miss Daisy. A, I have a ten-year-old that has already volunteered to take care of me all night that night. So I'm gonna give him ten bucks to try to do a wheelie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate you both. I hate you. Fifteen both. of it, right? I'll give him fifteen of it successful. <laughs> Actually, if it's successful. Do we really? We we should really go through these because there are a few people that have offered. Uh, one person in particular, Mark, that um, I'm kind of curious and I kind of want to let him push me around because he told me, and it might have had something to do with a certain wrestler that you don't particularly care for and is, thinks that's a little chump. Mm-hmm. But uh, his uh, father volunteered uh-huh. to uh, push me around Saturday night. As is, long is as I gonna... let, he wanted to tell the story though. He wants to tell the story of how I ended up that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Isn't he, he going to be busy shooting home movies of his kid that day? Oh, probably, but you know. It's okay with me. Oh. <laughs> She's already on it. <laughs> Is there some way we can attach Basil to the back of it? <laughs> I'm sure there's, if there's zip ties, you can attach anything to anything. You sure can. I'm scared to see what my wheelchair is going to look like by the time this is all over. Did you, hey. are, you, are you making a uh, a sign for, for Jimmy? I probably will. Yeah, I need. Crap, I need to do that before Saturday. Okay. You got a couple of days. My, yeah. my concern is, how are you getting to the show? Are, I'm assuming, Bar, are you going to be driving her there? He's yeah. driving me there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in charge of me this weekend for to an extent. Oh, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> or bungee cords. Bungee cords. Why does a bungee cord and me in a wheelchair just make me extremely nervous? <laughs> We're gonna hook the bungee cord to the to the back, and then the other half of the bungee cord to like the door frame, so it just stretches <laughs> out. Well, I've already that could, that could end badly though. Well, Real here's bad. the thing. So I already, I know we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but I know a few of the matches that are going to be happening Saturday that I know mm-hmm. for a fact, just because of who's in them, will go out of the ring. So I've already talked to Dave, and we're going to make sure I get pulled back to the merchant stand before before nice. those matches happen. So I'll already be out of the way, even though I'm kind of bummed that I won't be up where I'm usually at. But I call that spot old lady position one, because that's yeah, where the go. old rock from the last show went. Yeah, that spot. When she when she politely asked me to get out of her way so she could see. Yeah, so don't stand in my way, Mark. Because I oh, won't be as nice as the old lady. No. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, yeah, I can't use CMC as a human shield this time because he probably won't let me. Probably not. <clears throat> During that uh, dog collar match, I was hiding behind him and Devante in the, like, the front area. 
All right, we jumped off the rail. This is not zero one night. This is no, no, no. We're we're just having too much fun right now. We uh, are. That's what it is. It's always a good time though when we all get together. Yes. Yeah. So we do have some stuff to discuss uh, from the last uh, week or so. Uh, I guess the big story going around is uh, AEW made the announcement they're going to be running Wembley Stadium in August. Wembley Stadium. Not Wembley Arena. Not Wembley Arena. They're, <clears throat> they're doing the Big Daddy. They're doing. They're doing the, the Big Daddy exactly. Right. They're the ninety thousand seater that they're going to. They're try trying to, to top some of the ninety two numbers. I. Yeah, it's. So here's what I understand. As I understand, there's already like forty thousand uh, pre-reserved orders. So they're going to draw a number. It's. I don't. I don't know if they're going to get ninety. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're planning on ninety. But uh, you know the cons are uh, they're a big deal in British soccer, so exactly kind of makes yeah. So I can see them <coughs> ah, wanted to do that. I got to remember to hit the mute button for what I'm going to do with that shit. No, you're good. But yeah. it's even yeah. like what's gonna um, the main event. What's going to be the main event? What needs to be the main event is uh, Punk versus Kenny Omega. That needs to be the main event if they want to fill that damn thing up. Yeah, it's got to be Punk and Omega. It ain't going to happen. I'll tell you, there's one match that I want to see happen at that show. It's not going to be the main event, which is fine. We need to get a Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. match. I agree. At some point. Yeah. I agree. And, it, and England is the time to do it. Yeah. If he's not too busy with Blackpool. Oh, the, B- the BBC? The BBC. <laughs> uh, AJ says they'll get at least 50-55. I agree with that. I, I agree. I, think- I agree. They'll get well, right if they if they if they make it to sixty, then that's a great number too. But yeah, definitely fifty yeah. fifty five. I am tentatively predicting sixty five. Okay, that's that's where that's where my head's at on this, and that's it's a fair number. Be, yeah, and that's a successful number. That's still the highest grossing attendance they've ever had. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they definitely gotta uh gotta gotta come up with some money making matches if they if they wanna. You yeah. know, reach that sixty-five k number. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I imagine they'll use a lot of uh, main event talent from the UK for that oh, show. Oh yeah, definitely. Kind of, uh, definitely. They got to dip into New Japan. They got to get Okada for that yeah. show. Yeah. Okada Tanahashi. They got to. They got to play every ace they got to make a make a show worthy of Wembley Stadium. All right, this yeah. is the big show, so you got to pull out all. Right, you got to pull everything you can out. Because MJF versus Orange Cassidy for the world title is not going to draw a successful house. And win that just game. gave me heartburn thinking about that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no. Although I'm, I'm all for MJF cutting promos on Orange Cassidy. Oh yeah, they're always great. Although Darby Allen and MJF, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I won't. That mind will be seeing interesting. It. That will be very interesting. I'm not saying that it would draw, like, I'm not saying it should be main event or anything like that, no. but I, I could watch that. that and then I'm going to go to the opposite side, and I'm going to say that MGF and Sammy is going to be uh, interesting whenever they hook it up. Yeah. 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 Uh, AJ point. Osprey's been medically clear, too. So, he'll uh, be yeah, that's probably. right. That's right. Yeah. That would be a fun match. Osprey and MJF, world title oh, yeah. match. <laughs> that's, that's one that could, that could turn some heads, I think. Exactly. That's, it's another one of those along the lines of the match with Danielson where nobody thought that he could hang with Danielson technically for an hour. So now the question is, 
would if if this match happens, I don't know if that's what they're thinking. If he gets in the ring with Osprey, it's one of those can he hang with Osprey doing all the aerial stuff and the strikes and everything. Because it's kind of outside of MJF's comfort zone still. It really so. is. I was going to say, yeah, MJF doesn't do the aerial. Flippy dippy. Yeah, he doesn't no. do flippy dippy. No. <laughs> that's why he's one of my favorites. That's, that's, for, that's for the pores. <laughs> it's for the pores. Wait, I was a poor. Crap. Hey, I'm still a poor. <laughs> I am too now. Yeah, AJ makes a good point. Osprey will wrestle Omega if they can't get punked. Yeah, there's a title match there still to have. Osprey still has to get his rematch for that U.S. title. Yeah. But uh, it's, I think, for a main event, they need to do one of two things. And if Gary was here, he would be probably saying this before me. Either Omega and Punk or the Elite against Punk and FTR. Yeah. yeah. In a, a trios yeah. match. Or why not split them up and have uh, a double main event, a.k.a. Yeah. no main event, and have uh, FTR and the Bucks and Omega and, and Punk. You know, see, either way. Yeah, yeah. See, that's smarter booking because that's more bang for your. Well, I'm just, I was about to say more bang for your buck. That's a young book's pun. <laughs> see what you but, did uh, there? I see. <laughs> Something else they could think about now that uh, Jeff Hardy popped back up. Maybe they do FTR in the Hardys. Yeah, yeah. We've we've never seen that one. We have I not seen that in the Hardys. I I am not a fan of Jeff Hardy. I've been on the record for that, but they're still a draw. You know, exactly the way you like at it. They're they're gonna draw. They're gonna draw. It's gonna be a so terrible match. It as long as Jeff is sober and you know, it's still not, gonna be a terrible match. Have you? What has Matt Hardy done that's been impressive lately? Ready? <laughs> put a bunch of young, sorry, put a bunch of young guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt Hardy, stay off of that woman. <laughs> What would Senior Benjamin think? <laughs> but no, that's what I'm saying, though. Matt, none of his matches have even been remotely interesting to watch. None of his I'm matches sorry. have been longer than five minutes. I know. They're not fun about, to watch. What about the juggernaut that is the Hardys, Isaiah Cassidy, and Hook as a unit? Uh, it's a great learning experience for Isaiah and Hook. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. As far as anything else, I. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope we're not getting a blood and guts match between those guys and the firm. If we get a stampede match at Wembley, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, oh, oh we're getting a stampede oh, match. It's oh, it's, it's at man. Wembley. We're gonna get that, but yeah, let's not put those eight people in blood and guts. Let's not do that, please. Mm. Let's not ruin the double cage match. We'll, we'll get the best friends on horseback like they're on a fox hunt at some point. No, Wait, no, no, no. They'll have uh, they'll have Pam bring him in or whatever her damn Sue, name is. Sue. <laughs> Sue. Sue. There we go. Sue. Sue Pam. <laughs> they'll have her bring him in in her van. It'll be a British minivan, so she'll be on the wrong side of the, of the car. Exactly. It'll be a station wagon. AJ, you've been thinking, damn, Matt, get off my daughter. I've got 12 grandkids already. <laughs> I swear, he's got, what, five kids now? Yeah. It's like every time yeah. he takes a break from wrestling, he pops out another kid. He, right, he goes home and he sneezes on Rebby and she's five months pregnant. Cardio training. That's, that's how he changes his cardio. I guess. I, I guess so. But I digress. So, yeah, so we'll have to see what happens there. You know, AEW loves to to take gambles. You know, they did it with Arthur Ashe and it worked. It paid off. They drew a big house there. But they also had a very strong title match for that. They had Omega and Danielson. Mm-hmm. So that kind of goes along with. So I got to think, unless it's Adam Cole and MJF for the title, 
I don't know who else they would have against MJF in a title match that would. Adam Cole and MJF. If that's where they go in August with Adam yeah. Cole after his Jericho stuff's over. If he doesn't lose all of his comeback. Or his shine. Uh, right. Because, you know, he's going up against the black hole that is Chris Jericho. He is. Because now we have four Ricky Starks that came back that had a... Was doing hey, he's great. Getting, he was doing He's great. getting Jay White now. He's getting Jay White. That'll oh, be okay. fun. Eh, okay. I'll let that... Bullet, bullet that was one gold. person I missed at Expo that was I wanted that to see was Juice. Oh, yeah. I met Juice. He was cool. I didn't get over to Juice's area. I mean... Although it would have been really hard for me not to call him CJ Parker, but oh, I've known when was, I knew when he was Juice before he was CJ. Yeah, I knew but, when he was uh, CJ. That was when I found out who he was. I was like, right, wait right. a minute, I know that guy. But I got so much respect for Juice because after he got released from WWE, he went and just basically broke himself back down to just to the uh, spare parts and went to the dojo and. Just started all over again and made himself into a hell of a wrestler. Uh, there he is. There he is. You know, I got more than a few compliments on those pants, by the way. I'm sure you did. Comfort. They were pretty sweet. Otomics. They're not quite Zubas, but they're very comfortable. Yeah, y'all were in comfy pants all weekend. I was in uncomfy jeans all weekend. <laughs> I had on jeans Friday, but sadly I said screw this and put on sweatpants. Yeah. There you go. There's always a, oh hell, Ed Gonzalez was wearing Zubas the whole weekend. He's running the damn thing. So <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> and um, also, also we getting back off topic, the uh, number of knockoff Burberry scarves that weekend Holy was goodness. astronomical. The number of knockoff Burberry scarves and the horrible uh, belt replicas and I, oh god. Yeah. I said some of you guys are fans, but some of you guys are cutting it real short. You know that? Uh-huh. <laughs> real close. Yes. <sighs> Goodness. That's... You know, we didn't we didn't really I know this is kind of going back to squared circle, but we really didn't talk about the championship matches we saw that night, considering that they queened a new women's champion. They queened? Yeah, they queened. Crowned. Crowned. Queened. Uh Freya something or other. Freya, Freya the, the Slayer. Play of the Slayer, thank you. Play of the Slayer. <laughs> yes. So, then, From Alaska. Uh, she yeah. won the Nasty Nine match. Yeah. <coughs> then, uh, what else? Uh, Heath and Rhino I... retained the SDX tag team titles. Referring back to Heathers, when she was on, though, when we had her on, didn't uh-huh. she say that they didn't want to have an odd number? And she that was said, the whole reason, because they got that was seven. Ed's, that, that was, was Ed's thing. She was getting she said, into it. She said Ed was trying to avoid an odd number, but yeah, when they found a number that alighted with a, a good adjective, I think it worked out. It worked exactly. Because <laughs> Heather did really, Heather wrestled in that match. She did a great she job. She did a hell of a job. There's a lot of good uh, talent in that match. Uh, Heather, uh, Steph DeLander uh, made her debut mm-hmm. there. Nikki uh, uh, James was there. She didn't wrestle. She didn't but, wrestle. Uh, uh, Reed. Bari, what's oh. Reed? Um, oh, um, Shan- God, I can't think. I know who you're talking about. But I can't think of her name, her first name. Shanna Reed. Does that sound right? Something that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. But uh, no, all the, the girls in that match, it was hard to keep track of everybody in that match. Uh, Kylan King was in that match from the NWA. Yeah, Impact. Kylan King was in that match. Yeah. <laughs> Although. Current uh, <laughs> Knockouts Tag Team Champion, by the way. 
Uh, both members of the Hex were in that match. Uh, yeah. Allison K, Marty Bell. Uh, um, Sue Young was on the Black Label show. She wasn't on the SDX show. I liked Sue Young. So did my wife. Surprisingly, I like Sue Young a lot. I like, but she's she's got a, she's awesome. Uh, married to Rich Swan. I don't know if you knew that. Did not know that. Oh wow! Yeah. The more you know. The, the more, more you know. know. The more you know. I need that NBC <laughs> public uh, service announcement graphic to put up after I drop knowledge. Yeah, there you go. I'll bet I uh, I was looking to see too. We got. I was. I was excited to see Jack Vaughn, but that's just. Me. I really liked Jack Vaughn. He was fun. <laughs> I love Jack Vaughn. <laughs> I want the T-shirt that his partner had. What did it, it say? Was, it was. What was it? Uh, something about grab a hold and get off my lawn. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I don't remember this, exactly what it said. That's awesome. Then, but that uh, was the night I wore my thigh slap T-shirts for right. Jack Vaughn. So. I was going to say, Barry, are you going to tell the story about how when Cardona came out to fight Jake Omen and they go, and it's a no disqualification match about how my face went from. <laughs> <laughs> Your face went from hair to her. Real fast. Yeah, they, in about 2.2 2 seconds. They actually announced that at the end of the main event last year. So yeah. I kind of knew that was coming. So that's long-term storytelling. That's yeah, really that's, long-term yeah. storytelling. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, funny because they were sitting there and they, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to watch this. And then they said, no disqualification. I just go. And I was over it. I was done. I was over it at that point. Uh, <laughs> Barry just sat there and laughed at me because he's like, because every time something happened, I'd look at him. I just give him the eye roll. He's like, this will be signed up for, sis. Yeah. <laughs> It was still a great time, though. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay, back to what we were talking about earlier. Let's go back to AEW and Wembley. Okay. Or whatever. Thoughts? If you guys want to talk about something else or something uh, else or whatever. Oh, well, we got more. We got um, my only thoughts on here. as far as AEW at Wembley. Um, uh, if they if they if they get the crowd they want, um, they got to put it on a hell of a show. Yep. Simple as that. And I hope they do. I hope they have a really good show. I'm not a. I have a lot of criticism of AEW, but I'm still. I still want them to be successful. But I right and well and right and way. well, uh, Mark. Like we said a, a couple of months ago, you know, AEW is what it's going to be, and either you're going to enjoy it or you're not. Yeah, yeah, and there's some people on that show that I really enjoy. It's just it's how they're getting booked is what is the sticking point for me. Exactly. Uh, and. I'm hoping that Ring of Honor kind of fixes that. Like Kingston going to Ring of Honor, challenging Claudio. Then you got, uh, I'm saying Utah, Menders, even though you say <laughs> the other one. I goofed up. Uh, I he, said useless last week, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> you, you dropped the, he dropped the uh, pure title to Shibata, which is awesome because I love Shibata. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they're getting uh, interesting. If uh, Penta can stop breaking people's ankles on Canadian destroyers off ladders, the tag team division will be sound. I think I still think they should have put it on the kingdom, but you know that's just me because I love the kingdom. I agree. I wanted it on the kingdom. Yes, I did. I did want those titles yeah. on the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And I really uh, thought I, see... I really thought Mark Briscoe was going to win. I really did. Oh uh, yeah, that would have made sense, but uh, it would have. It would have made are, sense. But we're talking yeah. AEW booking, so. You no, know, I'll tell you what we're talking about, Menders. 
Because <laughs> when we talk about AEW and Ring of Honor, it only yep. comes down to one thing. I knew what was coming. See, I didn't realize that Ricardo Montalban played Khan in the series also, not just in the movie. I didn't. You don't no, know who me. Ricardo Montalban is, do you, Menders? Nope, sure don't. Remember, you don't know Fantasy Island with Tattoo? Ah, it's D-Plane, D-Plane. Well, I know that I'm, just from pop culture. Sorry, I'm losing Menders here. See, AJ I might be, in. You might be uh, losing that's Barty, That's how we felt with Brian Cage. I am maybe aging myself. I'm younger than you, Menders, and I'm still sounding older well, than you. Well, but you have to understand, we didn't have cable till. Shit, neither did I. Well, but yeah, but you have, you have more friends. On... I have yeah. what? You have more friends and family that had cable than I did. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for my grandma, I would not have seen a lot of WC, like NWA in the late 80s on TV. Yeah, see, I didn't. Dad was only in the WWE, and I'm gonna break everybody's heart. Dad, Dad was, a, he was a big tugboat fan. So, like, when I got to meet tug, when I got to meet Fred, that like was a moment for me. Even Barry saw me get a little yeah. emotional, and yeah. that was that was a fun moment. But uh, his favorite wrestler at the time was Mark. Don't get mad, but he was a Hogan fan. He even liked the Ultimate Warrior. So, I mean. Oh. Oh, he was a total face. He was a total face mark. And I was up until he hearted faces. And I was too until I started watching it a little bit closer. And then I discovered, hey, wait a minute. Those bad guys are pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. The bad guys look like they're having more fun. They're cheating and doing dirty shit. Yelling at the fans and slapping referees. It's like, well, that's a blast. That's awesome. Until Ric Flair shows Tommy Young and Tommy knocks him on his ass. Exactly. (laughs) Get in there and coach. (laughs) I heard a story that the first time he did that, uh, George Scott, I think, was the booker. And he just ripped Flair a new asshole. Thought he was killing the business by taking a bump for the referee. Come on, it's great. Yeah. Because those referees don't fuck around. No, they do not. Not Have you seen the... uh, video of when a fan jumped in the ring in WCW and uh, Mark Curtis kicked the shit out of him. It was one of the people. I think I've seen that. I've seen several uh, videos like that where fans go in and the referees just go and whoop their asses. And I'm like... You you know Mark Curtis. uh, Hildebrand. Yeah, Brian Hildebrand. Yeah, and just went full Pele on this guy. Just kicked him in the... I think he got him in the head. Because he was going after Hogan, I think. It was NWO era. And I think they were beating up Piper, and this guy jumped in the ring, and then Hildebrand just lit him up. And then security got him out before Hildy could beat him up too bad. I Hey, if you jump in the ring, you're asking for it, man. You're opinion. asking for it. You have put hey, your ass on the true. line, you're, and whatever are, happens, happens. You are mm-hmm. fair game if you get in the ring. So, it's like yeah. everybody kept telling me when I was lined up for MJF. Do you know what you're getting yourself into? Yeah, I signed up for it. Well. Remember Heather's reaction when you said that you were looking most forward to MJF on the show? She was like, why? Yeah, she was real confused. She was like, why? Why? why she was why? scared of MJF, and she's running the show. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what I signed up for, and I was ready for it. I was excited. Yep. 
you handled yourself well from what I saw. I wasn't there when you did that. Oh, AJ well, wrote a I... novel in the uh, in the yeah. comments here. Not interesting. Through here comes the pain. I love that video game. Here comes the pain. Smackdown. <laughs> One day, decided to watch and saw Umaga fucking up Ric Flair. Then my dad bought the wrestling gold DVDs. Learned all about rock and roll, midnight, back when. Ooh, Tiger Jeet Singh is a deep cut. Yeah, that's real Ironically. deep. <clears throat> Ironic because he used a sword on people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, AJ's dad is another one that if you want to pick their brain, he's a good one to pick pick a brain too. He's a real good oh, yeah. one. Mhm. See, I was I had to learn all this stuff myself cuz my dad was not a wrestling fan. Still isn't. He thought it was a waste of time. I, you know what, Mark? I, I was pretty much the same way. Um my dad I, that, that's who I very first watched wrestling with was my dad, and I can remember the very first match we watched together was the main event, Hogan and Andre. And after that, I kind of just took off with wrestling, and he was kind of like, uh, I didn't think my son would be so big into this, but okay. Um, now, so, now to, yeah, I had to, to learn a lot of my own, too. Yeah. To my dad's credit, when I was six years old, my brother was at a friend's house on a sleepover, and he let me stay up to watch Saturday Night's main event, and it was the night that uh, Savage or Honky Tonk hit Savage with the guitar, and then Hogan came out and they did the hand. Hogan came out and the whole Mega Powers big handshake. <laughs> and more notably, that's the night they debuted the Pile Driver music video. Mm. If you remember that, plastic Coco Beware at his at his very best. But yeah, he let me stay up until and and I watched the whole thing. I was big eyed because I was a macho guy even back then. I was. Uh, once he turned babyface, when he was a heel, I, I didn't like him. But uh, of course yeah, not. Was, uh, Little kids never like heels; they never do. No. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> AJ with the little pics. Now, kind of along these lines, AJ, when uh, my grandma told me when she was younger, she was a fan of Wilbur Snyder. So, man, that invented the wow. abdominal stretch back in the day. Yeah, oh, so wow. way back in the day. <laughs> I've heard Corny talk there. about him a couple times, I think. Yeah. I think Jim Ross dropped his name on a WrestleMania. Well, a few WrestleManias. Whenever somebody does an abdominal stretch, you name drop over Snyder. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, yes. So, uh, what else do we got? We got to talk a little bit about the draft. Uh, starting next Friday, they're doing the they're shuffling it up again. WWE. I know what Mark's hoping for. What's Mark hoping for, Menders? You're hoping for a belt reunification situation. I I would love it if they just said, you know what, we'll do a draft, but they unify the women's title. They take the tag titles and just give them one belt, or well, two in this case, and give Roman one belt. Just make one undisputed champion. And then they go between both shows, but the rest of the roster's fair game. <coughs> and, uh, I, I can but see from that. what I was, I was reading a little bit today, apparently the thought is that this is going to be the hard reset for Triple H to really start new as, as the booker. <coughs> Here's the problem. The two, the two women I want to see go at it. I hope he's probably, mm -hmm. and I feel like he's going to put them on two separate shows. Bianca and Ronda? Or Rhea? Yep. No, not Ronda. Yep. 
No one wants to hear that. I'm sorry. There's, no one wants if there's to so many women with whose initials are RR, it's easy to get confused. <laughs> but yeah, Rhea and Bianca is the match that has to happen, and it needs to it be a unification to. match for that title. It has to happen. I can't. Uh, and then are they going to move Judgment well, Day then all over to SmackDown? Are they going to split up Judgment Day? See, that's the thing. You don't know. They might split up the street droplets. You never know. They could split uh, up the bloodline. They could. I Out think they're going uh, to, with, with the singles champions, they're going to put Theory on SmackDown to put Gunther on Raw. I think that'd be smart. Yeah. Uh, I know Fox kind of has a kind of a hard on for Roman and for Ronda because Ronda's a sports star. She's a big name, so they want her on SmackDown. And they want Roman on Raw or on SmackDown because he's their top guy. I think Raw needs Roman more than SmackDown does right now. Yeah, they do. Raw needs you don't, get, you don't get that championship presence on Raw because no. Roman's not ever there. No. Although, Very rarely does he show up. Yeah, but Paul does a good job speaking on his behalf, though. Yeah. AJ, you're never going to give this up, are you? Hang on, what did he say? <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> okay, our friend AJ is convinced that Roman is going to break Bruno San Martino's record. AJ doesn't realize that he has to hold the belt for about five more years to do so. <laughs> what was it they I said? Think he's gonna... what, what, did, what did Corny say? It was like 20... Oh, we lost him. Okay, I think we lost Corny said He'll be back. it was like 2026 or 2028, wasn't it? So he won the belt in twenty twenty. 2020, when? right? Like August? Was he won the Universal August? title, I think, at SummerSlam of 2020. Okay. So he's got to go to like so 2028. That yeah, that's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Walter went about three years with the UK title. <laughs> he's getting defensive. <laughs> They're putting me out. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, no. That's all right. AJ's arguing with us that Roman's going to beat uh, Rome or Roman's going to beat Bruno's record. I would advise as, you all as, to open that can of worms. As, <laughs> He's already going off. As strong as Roman's title run has been and probably will continue to be, even he would get old after year four. That's probably. that's what I'm and thinking. Fans I, would I turn think... on him again. If he goes, if he goes too long, we're in an era of people with a very short attention span, and exactly. the fact yes. that he's been a champ this long actually surprises me. Yeah. So I, mean, I thought it was something when Samoa Joe was the Ring of Honor champion for two years. Yeah. Which was almost unheard of then, and that was almost twenty years ago. Yeah. Right. So I I just think Roman's gonna get they're gonna Roman's gonna get old or everybody's just gonna get sick of seeing it and they're not gonna have I'm anything calling, they're gonna be able to do with it. I'm calling it now Cody beats Roman at Mania forty in Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I think he will hold it for another at least another I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna drop it at SummerSlam. They won't mm -hmm. drop no. Roman won't drop it at one of the little I call them little pay per views because there's Everything only four other than WrestleMania eyes. is a little pay-per-view. Well, okay, there's only four in my eyes. SummerSlam is one of the big... Yeah. It is. Royal Rumble, 
WrestleMania, mm-hmm. SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Those are the right. big ones. That's what and I can Extreme Rules. No, no Extreme Rules. <laughs> no, no Rev. How no. about Breaking Point? Bad Rev. Bad Rev. <laughs> Let's bring back bragging rights. Exactly. <laughs> Let's have another Survivor <laughs> Series that means nothing. That means nothing at all. Or how about Great Balls of Fire? Oh, that logo. That logo was ridiculous. I mean, we're already stuck with we're at, what back is it backlash that's in San Wait, where is it? San Juan Puerto Rico. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Or <laughs> over the limit. The I'm already dreading backlash. I really am, and I feel bad that I I think am, that might be a, I got to see what else they've got planned, but uh It's uh Brock and Cody should be interesting. Uh I'm just going to see if I get stabbed in the shower, but, you know. Well, I mean, that's always a risk, no matter where you are. Uh, yeah. Boom, oh, goes the dynamite. Yeah. Uh, here you go, Barry, just uh, so everybody gets the kind of a blast from the past. Look oh, at that. Oh, that God. <laughs> they didn't think that went out real good, did they? Did Miz? No, they didn't did play Miz well. <laughs> should have been the host for that one. <laughs> Oh, that logo would have been massive if he was... Uh... It would have been massive. Huge. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. So, so yeah, I'll be curious what they do with the draft. Um, if it's what they're saying, it's going to... And it's Triple H's reset to start over. I'm all for it. But I just... Every draft is underwhelming because it's either predictable or they don't do what they need to. Well, and they're saying the they're going to... <laughs> Um, here's my thing, is that you're saying this is Triple H's reset, right? Well, that's what I'm But Vince reading. is back yeah. in charge. No, he said Triple H has still got sole control over creative. Ha. I'll believe it when I see uh, it. Now I know. It's bring the salt, see how long that lasts. But yeah. as, mm-hmm. far as, as, as far as what he's saying right now, Triple H is still the sole uh, decision maker in creative. I hope. Uh, AJ, I still wish Joe would have beat Brock in that match. Yeah. Or at least make it a little bit more competitive. It turned up into a squash, which I wasn't down for. Well, there for a while, all Brock did was squash matches, and it was miserable. Well, do you want to see him for 30 minutes? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Am I missing but your point? You can, have, you can have a 10-minute match, and it still be decent. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be. We don't need no freaking Broadway. But a ten-minute match with good back and forth, good story to. Oh wait, never mind. I'm talking about Brock here. I totally forgot. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> Although He's Brock doing is doing better, better storytelling now. now. He is. Doing I do think now. he needs to. He needs to come up a size on his duster, though. It was a little snug yesterday. <laughs> It's looking like uh, Wish.com Undertaker, kind of, with the hat. And, uh, <laughs> I uh, I chuckled because well, uh, I was on the phone with Bari when uh, I was watching Raw. and um, But we got to the main event, and that was what? Riddle and Sammy and Owen versus uh, Judgment, Judgment Day. Day. Yeah. What was the point? And I and there were no animals that flew out of Riddle's ass. I was I was un, I was. Well, so he's serious upset. now. 
he, he's he's serious now. So he actually cut a serious promo backstage. Okay. Well, down the, yesterday, but uh, <laughs> no, it was just it was just they just wanted to have a little car crash ending. You know, they had all the factions run out and right. I, I get an that. ass, you know. You know just okay. just for, for shits and giggles. AJ's right, you can thank WCW right. for that one right there. Uh-oh. AJ's right. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm not dismissing uh, it, but AJ talking hey, about the, uh, yeah the oh, it was, a, it was an Iron Man match, not the Iron Ultimate Man Submission match. match. Yeah, Ultimate Submission was Angle and Benoit. Backlash but, uh, 01. Backlash 01. Love that pay per view. That's one of my favorite WWE. Yeah, pay-per-view. yeah, that was a banger right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mark, if you ever want to have a good time sometime, get with Bari, and you need to ask mm-hmm. him, be like, okay, here's this wrestler. Which WrestleManian, who was their partner, or who was their opponent in each of these WrestleMania? He can just about tell you from 1 to 39. Oh, I, I could probably, I could probably <laughs> hang with you. I think, yeah, we could, I, think I could be right you. there with you. I think you two read the same encyclopedia. I'm just saying. They don't, they don't call me the Wrestling Rain Man for nothing. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Ooh, they also call boy. me the prodigy, Menders. The prodigy. Oh, I have something. The prodigy. Here's the thing. So I have some. I have. I got two shirts, and I'm not sure which one to wear tomorrow. Oh no! You didn't get the one I think you did. Oh, the 100% premiere prodigy. Oh, prodigy. Uh, yeah, I got that one. Premier podcast. Okay. Premier podcast. That's a good I one. I did get that one. I did get that one. Okay, then you got the other one. I did. I, I know what it is. It's not the one that says the prodigy. No. I got the I hate Reb. <laughs> Just to it's annoy so you, Reb. Just to annoy well, that, you. That kid, he's 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 gets some. He's so immature. He's got a lot of growing up to do. That reminds you me. Got a lot we'll of talk about to do. tomorrow, but I, we we talk a little bit about last Thursday because there was a funny that happened. Okay, yeah, because you were there, I wasn't, so I'll be curious. But moving on, get a, yes. Because the less we talk about CMC, the better. Uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance. I watched the uh, pay per view on Sunday night, uh, Impact uh, Rebellion. I didn't. I Are didn't. Okay. 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 Very good pay-per-view. I, I'm telling you, Impact is my favorite in-ring product on TV right now in the U.S. New Japan, I think, still has them, has them beat. But uh, they had some really good matches. Uh, Ace Austin, Chris Bay beat the Machine Guns for the uh, tag titles. Oh, AJ. Yeah, that, that was what I was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they... That, uh, let's see, Trey Miguel beat Mike Bailey and Gresham for the X Division title. I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. Uh, the two big matches, uh, the women's title and the world title were both vacant, uh, from injury. Mickey was hurt, and then Josh Alexander was hurt and had to forfeit the title. Yeah. So, the women's title match, Deanna Perrazzo beat Jordan Grace. And it okay. sounds like Jordan might be done with the company. I'm not sure. This that her contract was expired. And I, I thought that was something was that was the favors. that almost came up whenever Mickey won her match. I, think... I was <laughs> that was one of the things I was thinking. Yeah, I think her contract expired in March, but she agreed to put 
champ over one more time. But I don't know if she's on her way out or she's going to resign or what. Because remember, her husband still works there. Gresham is her husband. I was going to say, did Gresham resign? I haven't heard. And I'm not sure how long this contract was for to begin with. So right. that remains to be seen. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so Deanna won a really good match. I love watching her wrestle. She's really good. And, uh, and speaking of spouses, her husband, Steve Macklin, beat Kushida to win the Impact World Championship also. Oh, wow. And, okay. Uh, but the guest commentator on that match was one national treasure, Nick Aldis. Because, uh, I he, like he, Nick. <laughs> me too. And he came and he announced he had signed with uh, Impact, so he's going to be there for a while. Sounds like he's going to be Macklin's first challenger, probably. Hey, I'm with <laughs> it. Here, here's what... This is what I if hate. If my wife is still in the living room, I could use another foot beat. <laughs> I don't know if she's back there or not, but she, if she is, she's listening. Yeah. Um, a foot beat. I love it. Um, uh, look, oh, I see what you did there, AJ. I guess you could say C. Macklin isn't being forgotten anymore. I like the Forgotten Sons in NXT. <laughs> Macklin and Blake and Riker. Yep. Uh, horribly they were formidable. Misused. They were like... they were formidable and forgotten. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but Macklin, honestly, Macklin's doing the best work he's ever done right now in Impact. He's so good. His character, his character's on point right now, playing up the whole uh, Marine Corps history, you know, being overseas. Yeah, I just, and, uh, I just hate it when they have somebody like that that they just won the title. Everybody's so happy for him, and then here comes Nick Aldis. He can't. If they're going to be the first challenger, I hope they build it up a little bit more than it being on the very next thing. I agree, because that's just tough to do. It's tough to be get behind somebody, especially when a fan favorite's coming back. You don't want to make their title run look ridiculous. Well, I think Macklin's going to hold it for a while because I think they still want that match with Josh Alexander. Okay. So I think he'll hold that title till Alexander comes back. Then maybe Alexander wins it, and then he goes without us. You never know. It, yeah. It could, Which that I can that I can get behind a little bit. Better I'm all than, for a heel Aldis. Yeah. I love babyface Aldis, but him as a heel is so good. Uh, yeah. I uh, stumbled across something over the weekend I hadn't watched yet. I heard rumblings about called Dungeon Wrestling. Uh, the Hart family. You've been telling us about it. Canada. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. They don't have full shows on YouTube, but they got matches on there. So I watched a few of those. One of them, their top title is the Stu Hart Heritage Championship. It's like, like it's a really old looking belt, like not old, but like vintage looking belt. Mm-hmm. The old, and right? They, the old school belts. Right, right. And the champion right now is Aldis. Oh, it was right. Harry Smith was the first champion. I'll just beat him. He's he's a heel over there. He's the national treasure here in Canada. Is a heel. He's the cream of the Commonwealth. <laughs> I, like I like that. that. Just, yeah. Great. So he had a match on YouTube. Him against Chris Adonis, Chris Masters, and Masters is the babyface. Really good match. They went the time limit, but then they got the. Uh, no, no, they didn't go time limit. That was the other match I watched. It was. Aldis got the, I think, got the pin, but uh, Master's foot was on the rope or something. Then uh, Wayne Hart, Brett's brother, is the head of officiating in Dungeon Wrestling, so came out and overturned it and restarted the match. And then Aldis, I think, oboed him and pulled the tights in one dastardly fashion, you know. Perfect. But uh, 
yeah, as a good heel he does, should. And he does it so he's a throwback heel, Nick Aldis. Good. He would have he would have been great in the NWA in the eighties as a heel. Mm-hmm. I agree. He would have he could have been a horseman. If Tully wasn't there, he could have been a horseman. Now that's high praise coming from you, Mark. Yeah, I'm, I mean it too. He can talk. He he has the yeah. look. Where's the suits? He can wrestle. He can cheat. You know, he has everything that, that the horsemen were looking for. Yeah. But I digress. I'm not here to get crazy about that. But the the other match I watched was uh, our buddies, the Bollywood Boys. Remember the Singh brothers from uh, WWE? They're back on the Indies as the Bollywood Boys, and they took on the Billington Bulldogs. I I want to see that. I'm gonna have to look yeah. that up. Yeah, it's, same. So it's Dynamite Kids nephews, Thomas and Mark Billington, as a tag team. They're both look like they're young kids, skinny. Thomas is the shorter one of the two with the longer hair. He looks just like Dynamite did when he was in Stampede back in the oh, like late seventies, early eighties. And he works like him too. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. He's got oh. that he does the short bursts, he's fast. And they went they went the time limit. They went about I think it was a half hour time limit. Oh wow. And, wow. Uh, and then they went uh then after they got the five five extra minutes and then some other guy interfered and beat everybody up. I forget who it was. But Glad I'm that. hoping I can find if they have streaming or if they're gonna start running full shows on YouTube. Because I wanna see more. It was like throwback wrestling. It was it looked like old stampede wrestling, like the old territory wrestling from back in the day. That doesn't surprise me, especially with after some of the comments that Brett made right. this this week and stuff about Moxley. Exactly. Yeah, Indy. yeah. AEW <laughs> period and uh-huh. yeah. Wrestling period. Yeah. Well he, yeah. all the guys waiting on the floor for somebody to jump on him, which he's not wrong. Yeah. No, he's not at all. That's yeah. It's kind of like the video I sent you that you, I didn't realize you put it up, Mark, before I sent it to the group. And it was just Joe, oh. Samoa Joe, just walking away. Oh, Samoa Joe. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's like, he's like Fonzie. He just walks away. Hey. Yeah. You know? hey. <laughs> Best spot in wrestling to this day. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's the one that makes the most sense. Yes. And, and I, it's like I said to you guys in the message, uh, are you familiar with Kikotaro? I'm not. Japanese mass wrestler. He's a comedy wrestler. Very silly. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. No. <laughs> so, back in ROH, and this was about 05, I want to say, Foley, Mick Foley was in Ring of Honor as a, like a talking head. He wasn't wrestling. Okay. But he was feuding with Samoa Joe. Like, he would be bringing people in to wrestle Joe. And he brought out, for a match, he brought out Kikotaro under the name Ibisan Jack. He was just like Cactus Jack with his with the, with the mask and a big paper ear on his on the side of his mask. <laughs> <laughs> and he was basically doing all of Jack's moves: the horrible punches in the corners, the running knee strike in the corner, but very comically underwhelming. Yeah. So Joe was just no selling everything. And at one point, he put Sako on, puts the man will call on Joe for a second. Joe's like registering, then all of a sudden he just stops. Puts his hands on his hips and just stands there with the fingers in his mouth. And then Kikotaro looks at him and Joe just bites down on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have thought that Kikotaro was going to lose a hand. He was freaking out. And it was awesome. It was, it was That's so great. That's yeah. great. That's on one of the Ring of Honor compilation DVDs they put out several years ago. 
I don't know if you remember that. It was like they had four DVDs that they put out. One was like International Stars. One was like Bloodiest Matches. One was like Best in the World or something. It was like with like Lance Storm and Punk. And I think I the- saw that. Yeah, I was thinking I seen it. I didn't get a chance to get yeah. my hands on it, but I, th- I think I've I seen think, it. I think that match was on the International one. That that match has the one where I first saw Joe versus Kabashi. Ah. Which <laughs> best match I ever saw in Ring of Honor. Jeff's kiss, I say. Jeff's kiss. Yes, yes. But I've uh, I've taken us on another wild cul-de-sac uh, of information. So I think it's time to move on because we got our usual orders of business to deal with here. Uh, we do. Yep, and we will start off. We have a new inductee into the JTR Hall of Fame. So why don't we get to that? You know, I could have coughed during the video and nobody you would could have, have but no. <laughs> Did you ever get your foot beat? <laughs> no, I think she might be out of the house right now. She went to go get dinner, I think. I was I sent her a text message. <laughs> Actually, this is Bluetooth. I can't get up and go and uh, and get one if I need to. Well, how about so you I'm... tell us who the person is first? All right. So, cuz I'll be able to hear I will be able to talk. So, our inductee this week uh Easily in my top, not only in my top five, he's in my top three professional wrestlers of all time. Okay. Uh, if if Michelle Kozlowski is listening to this, she will have an aneurysm. <laughs> there Yay. he is. Ah, Latino, Latino Heat. Heat. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, uh, man. I don't know where to begin with Eddie. Double A is my number one. Eddie is probably my number two. Eddie as far was as great. Pure he was so great. Then I'm, was... I think I would probably put Owen or Dusty at number three, if it's yeah. me. I could see that. I could see yeah. that. So I, love uh, so I think everybody got their first. You're going to like this picture. This is how you do a promo shot for a tag team. Damn <laughs> right. Glamour shots, eat your hearts out. That's right. Eddie Pretty Guerrero good. and the Love Machine, Art Bar. Art oh, Bar. The boy. man who invented the Frog Splash. That Eddie perfected. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now the Dominic has perfected. Eh, it's all right. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I almost got it. All right. Uh, Although he should pass it down to his true son, but you know. Uh, I've only seen one match of the Green, of Los Gringos Locos. I think it's the same match everybody's seen. From uh, when Worlds Collide '94, it was them against Octagon and Oijo Del Santo. For the Triple uh, A Tag Team Championship, hair versus mask. Oh which, wow! You know I talk about the hair versus mask a yep. lot these days, and Ray yeah. talked about it in an interview too. He said he they did. Might do it. And I'm just thinking, you know what? They might be listening. You know, maybe. But or I maybe somebody has a little bit of sense, and it's been well pulling around in possible. their brain a little bit. That is very possible. <laughs> We're not but, the only uh, brilliant ones in wrestling, Mark. <laughs> right? No, we are a rare breed. <laughs> But so that match was two out of three falls. Uh, first fall, of course, Frog Splash gets the first, <laughs> gets the win. And 
Art did it different than Eddie. Art did it like it was an actual frog. He like put the the arms under the legs and big oh, wow. fold up. And uh, complete fold up. Yeah, the second fall I believe, and the falls were you had to eliminate, you had to pin both guys. Oh. So it wasn't a fall until both guys got got pinned. Oh. I like okay. that. Yeah, which is great. I love that idea. That's love, a good that's, idea. You gotta love Lucha Libre, but uh, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, well, yeah. But uh, then I think the second fall, I think, was – I forget what it was. It was a submission hold, I think, on Art Bar. One of the, it was like the Chikara special. It was like a stretch muffler kind of thing. Yeah. And then the last fall was uh, – and also in Lucha Libre, the pile driver was outlawed. It was it was an illegal move. Art Bar hit a tombstone on Octagon, so he got stretchered out. Both teams had a second in the match. Iho and uh, – Octagon had the uh, the Blue Demon, or I'm sorry, Blue Panther, different Blue guy. Panther. And Eddie and Art Bar had Louis Piccoli in their corner. Oh, <laughs> Madonna's boyfriend, as he was called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Blue Blue Panther came in and gave uh, Art a pile driver after the ref bump, and then that kind of evened up because the story of that match was Ijo del Santo and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> They yeah. were a tag team originally. Uh, El Santo and Gory Guerrero were a tag team and rivals. So that was that's long term storytelling. Yeah. That's going back forty years. Yeah. <laughs> so it came down to those two guys. Eddie got Eddie took the loss. So those two guys got their hair shaved. And uh, I think it turned out to be Art Bar's last match because I think he died shortly after that mm. from uh, overdose. Because they were supposed to go, and this is where I'm so good at segways. Oh, there, look at this picture of them too. That's that's. Oh, that's that's a good picture. I I can't imagine Eddie without hair. I know, right? But the, yeah, he had a. They buzzed him down in the ring. <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> and, I, I, but I don't know. This, look at that! Look at I, that I, mullet, if you can see. I see it. I see it. But uh, but yeah, so uh, after the. After the AAA run, then, you know, Eddie goes to ECW. There you see him mm-hmm. there. TV champion. Uh, in his first match, I think, he beat Scorpio for the TV I, title. I was thinking with Scorpio, yeah. Yeah, another one of my favorite guys. Also a fun guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, then uh, he went on to have a brilliant series of matches right here with the shooter. Uh... The Iceman, Man of a Thousand Holds, Dean Malenko. Uh, this was... Not their last match, this is one of them. But I think they wound up going, they traded that title like two or three times between each other. That was good. That was back when Dean looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't I can't watch Dean on TV anymore when they show him. It's, it's, it's too hard, you know. Yeah. And that's not a knock on Dean. It's part that's of the That's not a knock on Dean. Not at all. And I don't want anybody to think I'm insensitive. Like, I don't want to see this. It's just... He deserves all the credit he can have, but yeah, to see him now, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, and he's still agenting matches for AEW. He's still he's still working. Yeah, you know, behind the scenes. But uh, so yeah, they had their run in ECW, and that translated to what the hell? What ECW? WCW. You right there, Barry? Barry, you good? Oh, lovely. All right. Well. We will soldier on here, Menders. And uh, all right, we will. So this is where I actually first saw Eddie. 
this uh, this period in WCW. He was the white meat baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really register with me back then. He was, I mean, I loved the the moves in the ring and everything, but uh, he was just a little too. Uh, he was too baby face for me. I yeah. say, you know, he was baby face. Yeah, he was too good of it a was, guy. <laughs> it wasn't until about here that he really. There we go. Me. And to this day. I say this is the greatest match he ever had. This is the match with Rey Mysterio from Halloween Havoc 97. Yep. Mask versus yep. title. Yep, 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 yep. And good lord, the stuff they were doing. They were doing the high spots and the flippy floppies and all that, but it made sense. Uh, yeah, I see, that's that's where, with the flippy floppy, I don't mind it when it makes sense. Right. It's when it doesn't make sense, and I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. Don't kill yourselves for something stupid. Yeah, tell Commander not to try the rope walk six times in the match and get countered every time. Or even yeah. El Hijo de Mexico. Uh, I yeah, love him. The, I think he's great. But good lord, you're going to kill yourself for something that's not going to be yeah. worth killing yourself for. He he almost Greg Luganist himself on the ring apron in that match with that. Omega. Yeah. Old folks like me know that reference from the Olympics in '88. Uh, well, I caught it, so I guess that makes me. There you go. Too. Well, you're well, you're more experienced in life than I am. Not by much. Well, I'll say I'll say it that way. Not uh, by but much. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Vikingo and Commander are wrestling on ROH TV tomorrow or Thursday, so that might be interesting. Uh, but yeah, so getting back to Eddie. Uh, yeah. I like Eddie better than all those guys. Uh, we've seen the t-shirt smenders on TV the last few weeks, but don't forget who started the Latino world order. Yep, he sure did. <coughs> he sure did. Kind of handcuffed the cruiserweight division by putting all the luchadors in one group. It did. Uh, but... That's the only thing that bothered me about it. If it would have been just like Eddie and Hoovy and... I wouldn't have put Ray in it. I mean, I, I get the stipulation it was... Ray was feuding with Eddie, but he lost a match, so he had to join the group. Right. But, but yeah, Ray was the foil for the LWO, and then eventually, after the wolf, after the finger poke of doom, the NWO started trying to push these guys around. So Flair made them disband. And well, I was gonna say, I mean, you have to. And also, Eddie had his car accident too, so he wasn't there. Yeah. Well, and then you have to have somebody in the group that's going to take the pin for you every time. So. Well, that's El Dandy. (laughs) Well, that's true. That's true. Good old El Dandy. Gosh. <laughs> My brother loved El Dandy, by the way. <laughs> if I'm going to try... I'm, he listens to this, but he'll forget this by the time his birthday is over. I'm going to try to find him an El Dandy t-shirt. There you go. I might be able to get Marco to make one. As I say, I'll, I'll help you look, too. I'll see if I can there find we go. one. So I might try to find two. Get one for me. Cause... There you go. That that's a shirt to wear to a zero one show. Wear an El Dandy shirt. See how many people notice. Uh, All right. yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So <laughs> so after the after the car wreck, he kind of fizzled. They did the filthy animals for yeah. for a bit, and then eventually he went to WWF with the Radicals. Yes, which I thought was awesome when they debuted. It was such a cool debut because they did what we what we are. They jumped the rail, beat up DX. Yep. <laughs> I think that's and, that's the way that I think a, a new faction. Yeah, they didn't be turn. Created. They didn't yeah. turn the lights off. They didn't have yeah, entrance was, music. They were just yeah. sitting in the crowd. 
Harry Saturn I know they and got goofy pointed leather out. hat. Yeah. They got pointed out, yes. They got pointed out, but that if the invasion I don't know. Because that was what have, really started the invasion, but I have I have thoughts on the invasion, but that's for another episode. All right, we'll talk about those on another episode because I have so many what ifs about the invasion that oh, we don't yeah. have time to get into here. Okay, right. so move on next. All right, so <laughs> the next page. After the radicals are over, then he gets his run with the IC title. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, when he was trying to woo China. Pappy. It wasn't. It wasn't working at first. You know, they had the match at WrestleMania. And Not at first. China, it didn't work at first. You know, but, but eventually. She gave in. There you go. <laughs> Eddie and China. Until China did Playboy and Eddie got jealous. You know what? And then I think he was with some hoes in the shower. Isn't that so kind of Dominic and Rhea right now, though, really? It really is. It, it really is. Be. Except it's more of an even relationship. Yeah. Here than it is here with Dominic and Rhea. relationship, but that's so Dom and Rhea. <laughs> and the funny thing is that when this picture was taken, they were about two years old each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Eddie does the IC title thing for a while. He uh, gets released for uh, substance abuse and all that gets rehab and all that stuff. Comes back, gets another IC run. Then he starts doing the tag team with Chavo. Chavo. Los Guerreros. Yep. And this is one of the funner periods of Eddie when he started really playing up the cheat to win. Yes. Steal stuff. And is yes. there a more creative cheater in the history of professional wrestling than Eddie Guerrero no. Menders? No, there's not. I I really think he was brilliant. I think he was brilliant. I'm really glad to see. I'm glad that a lot of the indie wrestlers that we see now, and I'll I'll even throw Christian Rose's name out there because I know he's done an Eddie finish before. Uh huh. I just think it's great. Every time oh, an yeah. Eddie finish happens, I'm always like, yes. The one, that sticks out, the one that sticks out to me was the Guerreros and the Bashams. And this is back when the Bashams had Linda Miles with them, doing mm-hmm. the S&M stuff. Yeah. She had that whip with her, that cat of nine tails, whatever you call it. Yeah. Eddie took it, and as the referee was distracted with, I think, with her, he starts whacking away at one of the Bashams with it. <laughs> then he turns around, hits Nick Patrick in the ass with it. And then before <laughs> Nick turns around, he tossed it to whoever the Bashman was in the ring with him. And then he, yeah. like, went to the corner. So when the referee <laughs> turned around, he thought that the Bashman who was hit him in the butt with the, with the whip. And it's oh, just great. Crazy. He's just such a shit stirrer. I, I mean, I call, I call you up for stirring the pot quite a bit. He was a you shit do. stirrer. Maybe that's yes. where I get... Well, hello. Oh, Somebody hear her? say hello. Yeah. My orange cat. The k <laughs> kitty, Noodles Redman, making an appearance. Noodles! But she won't let me pick her up. Uh. So, let's see. So, Chavo and Eddie get two runs with the tag titles. Also, Eddie with Tajiri for a bit. I do Chavo remember that. And then, turned heel, won the U.S. title. <coughs> turned babyface again. Uh, made John Cena. Yeah. In that uh, parking lot match that they had. Yep. And then... Uh, the big moment, Menders. Here you see there it. That's, go. When he, that's when he beat Brock. No mm-hmm. way out 2005 or 2004 mm-hmm. for that WWE championship in San Francisco. He's got the Mexican flag, I think. No, that's the California flag, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Looks like the California but flag. Awesome match. Uh, 
came he was fighting from underneath the entire match. Uh, obviously, that's how you got to do it with Brock. Brock's got to manhandle you and right. really get that sympathy going. That's something Cody could learn a thing or two from. In yes. Speed with Brock, and hopefully he will. Yeah, I'm sure he will. he's a smart guy. I'm sure he will. He is a smart guy. I I really it, like. You know, there's there's things about the Brock and Cody match that I I am looking forward to, but we shall see what happens. But yeah, yeah we have to, we'll have to wait Eddie, and see. Eddie was brilliant. He really Eddie was. was brilliant. Yep. Uh, after his title run, he got another tag team run with uh, with Rey Mysterio. This is a yeah. cool picture. I like this picture. I that is a cool picture. I think we I need to recreate it. this picture, Benders. I am not standing on top of a car. I'll, I was gonna say I'll let you be Ray. I'll be Eddie. No, 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 no. Yeah, let's try to do that right now with my broken foot. Let's see how that goes over. I'm sure it'll go well, over great. Well, here we go. We can do it, but instead of a car, it'll be a wheelchair. You'll be sitting in the wheelchair. Here you go. But, uh, yeah, here you see that's uh, when they were the tag champs. And then they did the uh, wackadoo angle where Dominic was Eddie's son and Ray adopted him. And Eddie they had the last. Eddie or Conan's? <laughs> well, with, judging from the haircut on Dominic, I'm thinking Eddie. Yeah, true. That's true. Uh, well, but, and too, uh, when you see when you see Ray and his wife, and then you see Dominic. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And the Stir and the, the sister pot. is short too, so. Yeah, Eddie wasn't a tall man though. No, but Hector taller, was. He was taller than Ray. The, the rest of the Guerreros were pretty tall. Hector and Chavo and, you know. Yeah, well. Then they did that goofy ladder match for the custody of Dominic. <laughs> which, to this day, I, I claim that they should have had Dominic hanging above the ring. In some <laughs> sort of a harness. And they have to pull him down instead of a briefcase. put him in a cage. <laughs> he would have done it. I bet Vince would have done it if they would have thought, suggested it. If they would have I'll put him in a cage. It'll be good shit, pal. Good shit. Oh uh, lord. And that was the last big angle he had, after, other than a short run with Batista. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> I love that shirt. That might be my favorite Eddie shirt. Eddie stole my other shirt. Um, but man, he was jacked then. He was healthy. Yeah, he was. He was off the. He was off the sauce. He was off the off the drugs. And as I understand, he was living a good life. He had the had his family and everything, and then just all that collateral damage just caught up with him, I guess, and uh, yeah. had a heart attack. And I was at work that when, was, yeah, that was that, so out of the blue. Yeah, because he just wrestled the yeah. Friday before on SmackDown. Yeah. Did a Eddie finish with Kennedy? Yeah, hit the hit the ring with the, ca- the chair through the chair to Kennedy. Took a bump, got the, yeah. got a DQ win. <laughs> that just yeah and then it that, that was that, that gob was that gob stopped me man that was yeah but when eddie passed away that was kind of the downfall of a lot of guys yeah that that one that one surprised I, me almost as much as owen when owen passed yeah well owen was such a shock but well yeah when uh when eddie passed and then just remembering chris benoit yeah. After he passed, and that Monday yeah. when they did everything, and ugh, uh, my heart after, just broke. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think Benoit ever recovered from Eddie's passing. I don't think he did either. I don't think he did and, either. Uh, yeah, I know Benoit's brain was Swiss cheese by the time he 
all, all his stuff went down. We won't get into that. But, uh, no, 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 no. It's just a, just a whole mess. It's just a damn shame. Yeah. But we can remember Eddie and uh, just how great he was. Because he was, I mean, he was he Shawn was Michaels great. good. Yeah. Eddie was Eddie was on that level with Shawn Michaels. If he, they were supposed to wrestle at WrestleMania 22. Yep. That was the one. Well, we talked about that when we were talking about. I know it's oh. coming up, but our top ten. When we talked about that with the best matches that never happened. Oh yeah, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't a top ten. That was just on JTR Mania. It was just one of the oh, that was on points. JTR Mania. Yeah. Oh, we uh, got Bari back oh, in the Bari's chat. Back. So we're good. I feel bad. We went through all the Eddie stuff with uh, without Bari. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. The Eddie tribute was the first time I cried for a wrestler. That's crazy. There's many. I mean, there's been many of wrestlers that. Yeah. After after Eddie, there's been a lot of wrestlers that I've cried over. And there's and they haven't even enough. passed away. It's just been, you know, it's just been, have gotten hurt or. Had to retire. Had, had to retire. Just... Man, for me, it was Edge. When Edge had to retire, yeah. that broke. That was I a was, shock. I was broke. Because he would, he had just done WrestleMania, and then the night after yeah, he came out and retired, and he did it very well too. <coughs> oh, yeah, and then of course Jay Briscoe, but that one was another. Hey, look, you got your boot beat. Oh, foot beat. Foot beat. Hey, zero sugar foot beat. Hey, zero hang sugar on, hang on. Empty. <laughs> Empty. Sorry. Thanks, wife. Joke. Family joke. <laughs> I'll tell you later. My brother is laughing his ass off because I did what my dad does used to do to us when he'd have an empty beverage. <laughs> he got it from an episode of Wings, believe it or not, when they were caring for an old old man. And every time he'd have an empty glass, he'd say, empty, empty. <laughs> and he was very annoying. Oh. But uh, this is a little levity after, because I didn't want to talk about Jay Briscoe again. Cause yeah, no, let's like, just move on. Let's Let's go on to our next segment. All right, where's uh, where's you Barry at? I don't know if he's actually coming. I don't know if he's actually coming back or if we just got him via chat. I was gonna say because I want to get Barry's thoughts on this stuff because we got our top ten, and before we do anything, we have to go to the fancy pants graphics. So there you see, top ten Tuesday because it is Tuesday and this is what we do. This uh, we're kind of wrapping up the uh, the topic, Menders. The last couple episodes we've been kind of sticking to a theme. We have. So we're gonna we're gonna bring it home today because our top ten is worst WCW gimmicks from 1999 to 2001. So this is the gimmick that finally killed the company. I would say these may be more that I I know a little bit more about than some of the mm-hmm. other ones that we've because this was about the time. I was really watching hardcore, so. Although part of it, I know I did give up because I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> Honestly, this is about the time that I really checked out on WCW. Yeah. Around David Arquette winning the title and Russo and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I kind of went back to WWF because then they were doing Triple H and Undertaker and all those guys. And it was just better. And then I ECW, think we may only have Bari in the chat. 
All right. Well, Barry, uh, we'll keep an eye on the comments because we're gonna. You are interested. You're gonna. And he's AJ gonna have, might have some things to say too. I think he's gonna have thoughts. Oh, I'm sure he'll All have right. thoughts. All right, number ten. The Mamalukes. <laughs> Big oh Vito, God. Johnny the Bull, and Tony Marinera. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you'll remember Tony because he's Tony Mamaluke from ECW. Right. Right. From the FBI. But for some damn reason, Vince Russo, in his infinite wisdom, decided to call him Tony fucking Marinera. <laughs> and you can't say racism because Russo's Italian. <laughs> he was just calling it like he saw it. Ugh, <laughs> there you go. Just a rip off of ECW's FBI. That's from AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you he probably has some good things to oh, say. Yeah. I'm surprised Russo didn't try to find a 700 pound man to be their big sow. Probably. He probably did and just wasn't able to succeed. Probably tried to sign Sal. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, please. No, please. Big Sal is the definition of work smarter, not harder in ECW. Yeah. It didn't do shit except for the occasional elbow drop or big splash or something. Go through a table every now and then. But never had to take any huge bumps or anything. Well, Are, I mean, that's the cat the is arguing with the wife in the background. I can hear. <laughs> uh, it's very but the, quiet, but I can hear. <laughs> but eventually they had to, where Tony was, when Tony Marinero left and went to, a, oh, there she is. When he left and went to ECW to team up with FBI, then they brought in, I think Disco was their manager. <laughs> Ow. What has... <laughs> Beware of the murder mittens. <laughs> there you Did go. Did you try to make her into a parrot? AJ, nah, if he had tried, he would have signed Big Sal. You know them checks from Polly you weren't clearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Polly had his rubber checkbook that didn't work out so well sometimes. Yeah, that bouncy, bouncy, bounce. But, <laughs> I remember uh, JBL at one stand, he was like, Pam, I'm <laughs> like, no, no. Uh, But yeah, oh, so they put, dis they put Disco with these guys, and then it kind of just fizzled out. Eventually, yeah, well. Vito went solo, and Johnny the Bull joined the Natural Born Thrillers. <coughs> Which I yeah. like the Natural Born Thrillers, by the way. That was a good group. It's Palumbo and Stasiak, Ginger yeah, O'Hare. Right. Like, I thought that was Palumbo and chippers from the power plant. Yeah. yeah. All right, so number 10 was the Mamos. Number 9, uh, God bless Alan Funk, but... Quee Wee. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I remember. Now, do you this recognize the do you recognize the girl? Is that um okay, no, I don't. That is Queen Charmel. I wondered. Okay. AKA Mrs. Booker T. Mrs. Booker when T. She was pa she was Paisley back then. That was her name. She was I think she was a nitro okay. girl to start with. Well, and most she... of, okay, I'm just gonna say it. Most of the WCW guys did marry Nitro girls, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Seems like it anyway. Then Shawn Michaels, then Shawn Michaels got one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. AJ, AJ there you go. Wee was actually solid. He actually was solid in the ring. That character, though, was just. I was like, we're not complaining insane. about their in-ring work. We're complaining. No, about no, no. The this characters. is merely an indictment of their characters. <laughs> yeah, this is just making fun of their character. Yes. Uh, speaking of Paisley, before she was with Wee. Uh, she was with this guy. The artist formerly oh. known as Prince Iakea. 
Wow. Yeah. Remember, remember Prince Hayakeya with the... Come on, Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Shitstein. Come on, Shitstein. No wonder. No again, wonder. And again, I like Prince Hayakeya's work in the ring. Yeah. He I was didn't very have good. The character, though. I mean, yeah. he, the guys, Prince Ayakea for years doing with the colorful tights and the bare feet and the island gimmick and all that. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing fucking Russo does? Hey, I'll make up the artist formerly known as Prince Ayakea. Yeah. He's, he's almost went McManish. That'll be good shit, pal. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> had a, well, had a decent run, though. <laughs> maybe. But he had a decent run of Cruiserweight Champions, I think one or two times back then. And, uh, but yeah, it's. Just ridiculous. I mean, that's a snazzy jacket, though. Let's be honest. It is a pretty snazzy jacket. The hat wasn't like my bad pimp costume from. No, it almost looks like my pimp costume from 2014. <laughs> I can, I can. You need to relive later. that. I would like to see that. You need to relive that. I'd like to see that. Oh, that was a, and comfortable too. It was, oh, I bet. That, 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 except for the shoes. Well. <laughs> That's, that's usually the problem I have with oh. Halloween costumes, too. The shoes always suck. Yeah. Well, let's just say leopard print platform shoes are not good for me. Hey, he's back. <laughs> hey, I'm back. Yeah. Sorry about right, that, sorry. y'all. My phone, right, my, my phone decided it wanted to update and, and do all types of craziness, oh. but I'm back. All right. <laughs> that's happened to Menders on our computer before during the show. So. It does. It happened to all me. right. So, quick review, Barry. Number 10. We're doing the worst WCW gimmicks of 20, to 99 to 01. Number 10 was the Mama Lukes. Oh, God, yes. Tony <laughs> Marinero. <laughs> yep. He knows. Uh, number nine was Kiwi. Oh, God. Uh, 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 what was his alter ego? Angry Allen. <laughs> yeah. Good old Allen Funk. Yeah. And uh, then the number eight was the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. Him and Paisley. With, pa- with, with Paisley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was also with Kiwi, by the way. If you yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so now we're at number seven, and I can think of nobody more suitable to be number seven, Barry. And I will see if you catch on to this. <laughs> oh God. seven, Dustin Rhodes. God. That's Dustin. I, I can tell. I can tell that's Dustin. I th- I, th- I think that was a one-time appearance. I think he basically. Through that gimmick in the crapper after one night. Yeah, he uh he showed up t- to that nitro and told everybody, "I want you to get a real good look at this crap they got me doing." <laughs> uh-huh. But no, like those, but like those vignettes with him in the in, in, in the freaking kids window were freaking creepy. Like they were. They were creepy as hell. Yeah, but I think that was getting a little backlash from idea. Time Warner. Yeah, exactly, and I can see why. So. So he went back to the red leather pants and doing the natural and, you know, teaming up with his dad one more time and all that. But and yeah, having Rick Flair kiss his ass and all that, yeah. Yep, yep. Dusty ate the burritos and then... <sighs> just, just good, you were going to kiss stuff. my ass. Yeah. <laughs> big white ass. And it was a big donkey come out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, oh. I think there's nobody more suitable for number seven than seven. Then seven, exactly. Yeah. All right. Number six. And Menders, uh, I think we've discussed this fellow before. Ah. Berlin. Mm-hmm. 
former Dr. <laughs> <Alex> Wright. <laughs> yeah, that's Alex Wright. Uh, in uh, right in yeah. his second form. <laughs> right, in his in his sprockets era, like he was about to go and uh, join Dieter on SNL and mm-hmm. do an interview. But uh, <laughs> although, if it wasn't for Berlin, we would not have had the wall. We wouldn't have got the wall and choked on everybody from the damn tables. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh darn! Thanks, Russo. Well, and I mean, uh, Berlin didn't last very long because he ended up going back and being Alex Wright, and then he was with the Disco Inferno, and they were the Boogie Knights. Yeah. The Boogie Knights, yeah, with uh, Tokyo Magnum was their third third partner. Yeah, 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 and the Disco Duck. Oh, the Disco! I, for, I thought I'd forgotten about the Disco Duck. That it just <laughs> exited my mind. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, AJ chiming in. Alex Wright teaming up with Disco Inferno was way better. I actually kind of liked the Boogie Knights as a team. It made sense. Yeah, did. AJ, yes, with all the dancing Magnum. and everything. <laughs> yes. All right. So that I loved numbers. Alex Wright. I did. He was. I so loved cool. Oh, and I did too. Before Berlin, I I was an Alex Wright girl. <laughs> That whole right, that whole ninety four, ninety five, Alex Wright when he was doing his whole little under freedom streak. I still say top five match in my opinion, Arn Anderson versus Alex Wright at Super Brawl. That's one of the best the finishes DDT. I've ever. Yeah, one of the best finishes I've ever seen in a match. Um, played him like a damn fiddle, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah, Anderson went yes. to throw a punch, Wright ducked, and then Arn just hooked him up for a DDT and pinned him. Yeah, yeah, my yep. ass off. I laughed for a good five minutes after he did that to Alex Wright. I love it. Yeah, Arn Anderson, by the way, not on this list. Well, I bet he's not. I would hope not. No. Uh, all right, number five. Uh, this is a guy that we put, we missed out on the, a couple weeks ago, Menders and, and Bari at the expo. Oh, yeah. Dale Torborg, the, the demon. The Kiss Demon, yes. Former strength and conditioning coach of the Chicago White Sox. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, I remember when uh, he debuted in the... They actually got Kiss to play on Nitro. When they did they play or did they lip sync? <coughs> Probably They performed, we'll say. There you go, there you go. Yeah, they performed. <laughs> But Tony Schiavone got his wet dream come true, getting to introduce Kiss, do the whole "You wanted the best, you got the best" rap. Kiss. Yeah, he just did his its sting intro, but it, with Kiss. Exactly. <laughs> oh, AJ. Yeah, I liked that. Arn Anderson better that not be on this list, or you'll find out why he's known as Armed Anderson. Yeah, it's a, that is not a problem. <clears throat> but the the demon, not the best uh, in ring worker, big tall guy. The it was just. Purely gimmick. Uh, I don't. They just wanted the tall guy that fit in the costume. Right, but hey, hey, hey! The demon had a main event match on Super Brawl. Don't forget. Well, excuse me, special special event <laughs> match with the wall on Super Brawl. No, oh, the wall. The fact that the wall and the demon were in a main event on a pay per view is is kind of an indictment of Vince Russo's booking strategies. Shitstains Ex- booking. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not lazy booking. That's crazy booking. That's crazy booking. (laughs) Hey, there's a shirt. We need to take the lazy booking t-shirt and just change it to crazy. Crazy booking? 
Yeah. But there's, Although I don't but there's things, get too... here's the things though. You have crazy booking and it's like, there are some good things that can come out of crazy booking, whether it's that you remember it because it true. was so dumb. Well, nothing came good out of WCW 2000, honey. I promise you that. <laughs> I don't know. There was a couple. We got Booker T as a world champion. You get Booker T, right? You get Steiner, right? You get Scott Steiner's title run too, which was great. You got Scott Steiner with the tiger. Yeah, <laughs> remember right. when he had the tiger? <laughs> yeah, the tiger did not want to be there. He was no, grumpy. he did not. It did not. And <laughs> I was trying to figure out who in the hell gave Scott Steiner a tiger. That was a dangerous combination. <laughs> yes. Mike Tyson. It was Mike Tyson. <laughs> Probably. He's got to use my tiger. <laughs> and I feel comfortable doing that impression because Mike Tyson does not listen to this show. Right. Exactly. But speaking of speaking of Booker T, uh, Mari, uh-huh. we kind of mentioned this guy on the last uh, list. We were talking about yeah. the Misfits in Action. Oh no! Oh no! GI Bro, yes, GI yes. Bro, yes. Booker T was great in that role. It's only for a few weeks, but he but he was great. I think he did that gimmick in Global or something in before WCW. He did too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Before he got started but, at WCW, he was GI Bro and Global. But they had the Misfits in Action. So it's like, you know what? We need somebody else. And it's like, hey, Booker, weren't you was Army guy back in the day? No. Hey, bro, weren't you GI Bro yes, back in the day, bro? GI Bro. <laughs> and then he zipped. Then he ziplined through the ring. It was. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing everything that Craig Pitbull Pittman couldn't. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good day for the Marines. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. We can laugh about this stuff now. We can yeah. now. Back in the day, we were just... Like, we were groaning. We were groaning. <laughs> a lot of cringing. And there's some more cringing to be done here. I'm but, sure. Uh, all right, number three. This one kind of... Really, it, well, not kind of. It really bugged me. Mike Awesome. Uh, Vince Russo, right? Vince Russo killed this man's career. They took a guy who was a fucking beast in Japan and ECW. Uh, no disrespect to Lex Luger, this guy was the total package. Yeah, exactly. Because he could do everything, and they made him a fucking seventies ripoff and fat chick thriller and all this. It's Mike Awesome is a cautionary tale that not everybody needs a gimmick. Right. I agree. Not everybody needs a gimmick. Yeah. Right. Right. And he never he never recovered. He could have if he would have gone from ECW straight to WWF, then I think he would have been fine. They would have kept him as Mike Awesome. Yeah, but maybe changed his name. Destroyed him. Yes. Right. No, right. They should have left him as uh, Mike uh, Mueller Awesome. <laughs> and oh, call him the gladiator. Yeah, and just let him powerbomb everybody through tables, through the stage, through the top of the roof. It doesn't matter. Just let him go. So didn't he, didn't he powerbomb Bigelow through an ambulance? Like, or no, or that, was, <laughs> that was one of the guys from Insane Clown Posse that he powerbombed that's, and he stood off the top of the damn bus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, no, and there was no way to never stop watched it. WWE, he just slid. He, no, he just slid right off, fell a good eight feet, it landed on concrete. And anybody that's listening to this that never watched WCW, they're probably thinking, He's, they're making this up. This, no. None no. of this is feasible. This all happened. happened. 
This happens. On live television. Yeah. Ugh. And then they wondered why we had to go to the PG era. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Vince, Vince Russo was big on Crash TV, and this was Crash TV. He watched too TV. much Jerry Springer. Yes. Way too much Jerry Springer. He watched way too much right. Jerry Springer. Yes. All right. Number two gets a spot on this list this high up merely for unoriginality. Oh, boy. Just... Asia. Not China, mind you. Right. That's Asia. Oh, Lord. Because it's bigger than uh, China. Yeah. Right. Also, not to be, uh, as a callback, uh, Dale Torborg's wife, I believe, at one point. Yeah. I'm not sure. Sure was. Sure was. But uh, impressive. That whole vampiro wanting to bury her thing. Uh-huh. And the thing is, and she looks awesome, you know, big muscles and everything. It's just the fact that they tried to make her a carbon copy of China. Well, isn't that what they but did? Changing just enough to not then? get sued. Yeah. What? I was gonna say they did that with a lot of the gimmicks then. Yeah, remember when they had Booker T using all the rocks catchphrases? Yep. Yeah. And they the thought book that end. was cool. Yeah, the bookend. Jeez. That was terrible. But hey, but Vince made a shitload of money off of that when they put him at SummerSlam. They sure did. AJ. Oh, hang on. What did he say? Never forget Shane Douglas. Never forget Shane Asia. Douglas buried Asia in a promo. Cause he... Every every week. Uh-huh. Right, he did it for a while. Even when yeah. she was a part of the revolution. Uh, 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 he'd kick yeah. her ass or call her a bitch or something. Uh-huh. And then he wound up staying there with her and Oh, Shane. I love Shane, though. Shane was awesome at the Expo, by the way. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. How good was he in that panel, the ECW panel? Exactly. uh, He was the one I looked forward to. to... Well, between him and Meanie. They were the two I enjoyed listening to the most. I'll tell you, uh, Stacy and I got to chat up Francine a little bit at their table afterwards. Oh, yeah. Uh, She she talked to us for a good 10 minutes, just shooting, just talking, talking shit, you know? And then Shane wound up joining in, and it was a good time. Yeah, I could see that. You gotta love those moments. Oh yeah. Was it Shane that That's you popped thing. the Dreamwave? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it you said to Raven? Oh, I, don't I told right. I told Raven that he was the face of ECW, and then he said, "Hey, uh, hey, Douglas, did you hear what he said?" <laughs> and and right and right and Douglas got offended. And I was like, "Oh, he's the face, but you're the fucking franchise." <laughs> he was like, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> nice save, nice save. Nice save, To this right? day, the franchise is my all-time favorite ECW wrestler. Same. Everybody, he was my favorite. Best DCW world champion they ever had. Best heel they ever had. I mean, Raven was a hell of a heel, but Douglas was... He was on that Aldous level heel. Like, exactly, exactly. He didn't have to do all the crazy shit in order to get over. Yeah. No. You just tell the fans to go fuck themselves and walk around with the hot <laughs> chick and cheat to win, you know? Yeah. Plus, he had the yeah. triple threat. I love the triple threat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the triple threat. Talk, yeah. talk about no weak Talk about no weaklings. I'm just talking about the group with Bam Bam, Bam and Candido. Ben, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, you got the original triple threat. Douglas, Benoit, and Malenko. Right. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah. And they tried to recreate that in WCW with the revol with, with the revolutionary with the revolution, yeah. whatever the hell it was called. The, the revolution. Yeah, and it, yeah, and it, yeah. And but it, everybody in that group was a member of the Triple Threat at one point. Yeah, very true. Because uh, Douglas and the Eliminators were the Triple Threat for a bit. Yep. Uh, we're getting on a tangent about good stuff. <laughs> we still have, uh, we still have the worst offender of them all to do with. Say, of, I want to see what number this one is. is. This is the only one that, when I saw it originally, made me physically angry. Like, <laughs> oh, I was this is going to be good. By this. This is going to be good. I was not happy. And I think you'll understand why, because I've talked about the, this before. Oh, God, uh... this son of a bitch. Oklahoma. Excuse my language. No, you were fine. This that was fucking that... Ferrara. Yeah, that was, that was disgusting. shot. That was a cheap shot if ever I saw one, man. Yeah, so that man, was yeah that, that they, was disgusting. Yeah, and the fact they got Doc involved in it too really bothered me. Exactly. Yeah. You wonder why D WCW went out of business. Hmm. And this is it, this guy was supposed to be one of the ones who was going to save the company because he came in with Russo. Exactly. Yeah, Russo's yeah, butt buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, man, I was. There was nothing entertaining about this guy whatsoever. Nothing at all. It was disgusting. And I, and then, I there, then, then they made him the cruiserweight champion, just I think because Russo it was his buddy. So he's yeah. pouring barbecue sauce all over Medusa and yeah. Yeah. There was just nothing fun about it. It wasn't, no. it wasn't fun at all. Was, yeah, yeah, that's just, yeah, no. Yeah, this low hanging fruit there and yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's what Russo was good at, though, was the low-hanging fruit. Exactly. He didn't then, have somebody there to tell him no. <laughs> this is true. I'm hoping that is the last time we ever talk about this miserable specimen on this show ever. As but, far as uh, I'm concerned, we can. That's yeah. it. So glad, I, I think, I'm so glad Corny spit in his face when he seen me. <laughs> right? Man. Ridiculous. <sighs> oh, boy. All right, so I... I I didn't mean to get angry there, but it's all right. It's Oklahoma understandable. does that to me. Yeah, that's understandable. All right, so before we uh, go, we're gonna pay the bills real quick here, Menders. All right. All right. Hey, I'm sporting one tonight. Did you see? Yeah, there you go. Ladies love wrestling too. It's uh, it's right there on ProWrestlingTees.com/slash/JTRPod. There you see it right there, and uh, you get all. Gets a good number of your jumping the rail T-shirt needs, as long as, along with the zero one shootout. Also, uh, our buddy the bearded dragon has a shirt there. It's a work. Gary says right there. Uh, we got some of the other ones here. Keep calling kayfabe. Still real to me. That's a, that's an old classic. There, that's one of my favorites. It's still real, uh, damn it. Yes. Get some of these here. Get the logo. You got, you got all kinds of good stuff there. House fights draw money. That's I think that might be my favorite one. Because you know how I feel about house fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pod Street USA. There's our iHeart series. I think we lost Menders, but I'm sure she'll be back shortly. Oh no. That's alright, we're wrapping up anyway, Barry, so it's it's all good. So so yeah, get all this stuff here on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. There are also go to brainbustertees.com slash other slash JTR dash podcast dash network. Get some uh, 
other cool stuff. You get the hoodies, you get the baseball shirts, you get t-shirts, stickers, fanny packs from uh, this show and also the Zero One Shootout. Uh, got some cool stuff on there. And uh, yeah, so if you feel so inclined, uh, don't forget to go to the podcast and uh, uh, review it, subscribe, all that good stuff. It really helps us out. And also, I'm going to throw something out here before we go here. Uh, wait, what am I doing? No, hiding this. Uh, professionalism. There we go. So, the plan is, uh, eventually, we want to get back to doing some of the interviews like we did last year. If you remember, we had, like, Bill Alfonso, Barry Horowitz, Joe Galley from the NWA, all these guys on. Uh, oh, Menders is back. Menders, you're back for the uh, for the tail end here. So, I what I'm basically much. going on... T- yeah. So what basically what I'm getting into here is uh, we want to get back into doing some more of the interviews. We had the one with Heather Owens last episode. It was a lot of fun. But some of these guys, uh, they cost a little bit of money to, to get them on. You know, they, it's a fee that's they're working, you know. Yep. So if uh, so, that's where a lot of the uh, the money from the uh, T-shirts goes goes to if you feel so inclined. And uh, also, if you feel like uh, just donating to the podcast, I mean, you're more than welcome to. Uh, just go. We have a PayPal at JTR Pod, and uh, if you want to throw some shekels our way to keep the lights on and all that, and also help us book some guests. And if you have somebody that you want us to try to get, just uh, let us know. We'll try to make that happen. And uh, yeah, so that's about all I've got to say about the uh, the matter there. Menders, you got anything you want to add before we say goodbye? Just don't forget to check us out tomorrow night on the Zero One Shootout podcast because oh, yeah. I have a hey, feeling. Who, it's going to be a lot of bickering back and forth tomorrow night. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, hey Minders, who do we have coming on tomorrow night? We have the quad father, Camaro Jackson. The quad father. The quad yes. father. Yep. The number one contender to the Zero One USA Heavyweight Championship. So he'll be joining us. That'll be a lot of fun. And if you ask and anybody then, uh... else, they're saying that there's going to be a new champ. But... I've got my own thoughts on it, so I'm sure we'll discuss that I'm tomorrow. Sure we'll, we'll discuss tomorrow. Uh, Bari, thanks a lot for helping us fill in, man. We really appreciate it. Not a uh, problem, right? I hate that I had to cut out there for a second, but stuff happens. Oh, no, you're fine. Hey, technical Good. difficulties are the order of the day on this podcast. so You have to have at least one. And here lately, it's That's been right. me on every one, so you're good. Yeah, I've, I've been on a hot streak. I've been, I've been doing good. You just jinxed yourself. I know. Well, it took me about ten minutes right before we went on to get my camera working. So I'm, I'm having the issues, but they're happening before showtime. Before showtime, that's good. Before, at least it's before and not after. Yes, or during. Or right. during. Or during. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good time. We're going going on two minutes and t- or two hours and twenty minutes. So we're uh, <laughs> two minutes. It's probably about, <laughs> yeah. If I hit the button wrong, it could be two minutes. But, right. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good time to say adieu. I got some uh, some grub waiting for me and also medication to try to get this damn cough out of my system. Right. So and I, I do apologize I for all the hacking and yapping. Yep. And go, I'm right, uh, and I'm ready. in my car now. We're getting ready to head home, so. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. I think that's a good time to say goodbye. So for Menders and for Bari, this is Redmond reminding everybody life is hard, work stiff, and we will see you all in two weeks.